and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Sean Bell. Yes. Matt Murray. Yes. And James Farley. Hello. If you're listening to us on YouTube, why not like and subscribe and write a little comment underneath iTunes, then send us a review. If you're listening on PSMVP, please call the police because they're up to their old tricks again. <laughs> um, probably get back in, straight into it, shall we? Yeah, why not? Bit of yeah. a strange week for me. Uh, I don't know how much of this you guys have seen. Obviously, I've filled you in uh, this morning because you had to listen to what I'm about to play you. Um but for those of you that don't follow me on Twitter, there's uh, it's been a very strange week, and uh, it started with a tweet from Spaces of Play, the developers of Future Unfolding, which is a great game that you should buy. Um, it was uh, a review quote. They've been doing this like uh, for a while, just uh, posting out reviews and putting quotes that they like. And one of them I read, I thought, ah. Oh, They've um, they've quoted me again there, and they've tweeted out my review again. Oh, that's nice. I clicked the link, and it went to someone else's website. Uh, scrolled down, and huge chunks of my review were copied and pasted and uh, posted on a website called uh, PSMVP. Now, um, before I go any further, I should make sure that it was uh, just this one reviewer that seemed to be nicking reviews. It wasn't just my review that was stolen either. It seemed to be most of the stuff that this guy was uh, writing. And I'm doing those little finger quote things. Um, <laughs> so I thought I'm going to take a screenshot of mine, screenshot of theirs, tweet it out, bit of a look at these guys. Uh, and that'll be that. That wasn't that. That was not that. That was, that the, was the beginning. <laughs> that was the beginning of what, what turned to be a, um, turned out to be quite a story. <laughs> um, so, uh, I instantly got messages from his name on the internet is called Feddy, uh, F E D D E. He was on Twitter. Um, his profile says that he likes, um, he says he's a member of PSMVPS, but I, I just assume he hasn't updated his biography yet. Um, he, he likes Disney apparently and Star Wars. So, uh, same he, company. Yeah. He sent me a message saying, uh, hi, I just wanted to explain what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I DM you? And I said, yeah, sure. And his explanation was just like, oh, yeah, I nicked your review. Like, no, <laughs> explain well, what happened. Points for honesty. And pasted it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And let me, because let, let me, um, like, initially I thought, well, I, I'm assuming this is a kid wanting to get into gaming for free games and it just completely bottled it when it comes to writing. And so went around the internet and stole reviews uh, and passed them off as his own. Uh, and uh, that's what I thought happened. But uh, but it turns out, no, he's just a bloke that's a cunt. Like, <laughs> that actively goes around stealing from people and passing it off as their own work. And uh, as, I, as I said on Twitter and stuff, I'm, I don't consider myself a writer. I'm a, my primary focus when it comes to video games coverage is podcasting i love podcast i've loved radio you know that's what i want to do but spong since i started podcasting for them they asked me to write reviews and fine okay i'll I'll give it a go that's the thing so me i don't have sort of a personal attachment to that side of things and because it's not my job you know it's it I found it hard to get like truly angry about it, but I wasn't the only one he was stealing from. And I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, if someone else, you know, had, uh, had, had their stuff, so he could get in 
so much more trouble than just a a little jokey tweet that I put out. Um, so, I mean, dangerous for him, dangerous for the site that was that's publishing them. Um, so anyway, that all happened. I said, don't worry about it. Ain't that angry? Never do it again. I hope you've <laughs> learned your lesson. Like because the, it's the internet. It's 2017. You put something up, it's gonna, you're going to get caught out. Yeah. Um, although it was crazy that it was literally only a tweet from. Uh, spaces of play where i picked it up but you know it was weird right so that was that that was dealt with i'd drawn a line under it and we were moving on there was a a, a post up on the website saying uh okay we've removed this guy's reviews uh sorry you know something's happened and i thought well it's a bit weird that they haven't explained or who it was but fine uh then there was another post on their website saying this guy rise up 44 had left and I thought, oh, I wonder what what's happened there, if it's connected. Maybe not. I don't really care. Uh, and that was that. Until Rise Up 44 started DMing people. And inboxes were going crazy across video game. That was so Andy messaged me and said, what the fuck is going on here? And showed me what Rise Up 44 was sending him. The guy's name is Jason. We found out uh, uh, a little bit later. And it, it I mean... The accusations that were flying about. So Andy sent me a message saying, why is this guy PMing me about this stuff? So I sent Rise Up 44 a message saying, what the fuck are you doing? Stop DMing people that I know. This is weird. If you've got something to say, say it at me. Mm. Right? And the guy apologized and then went on to say that there are other reviews uh, up there that have been stolen and they are not being taken down. And that's why I'm not on that site anymore. I don't know what the fuck is going on or what they're planning and blah, blah, blah. And I thought... Whoa, what's going on here? So, my next task was to try and get a comment from from the website, and I thought we'll talk on Skype. I'll record it. I'll uh, I'll play it out. So, um, I got hold of a guy called Colin, who runs the site, uh, and I spoke to him last night. Okay, so I'm here with Colin Martin. Colin, you do you run a PSMVP? Um, I pretty much manage it. Right. And right we'll, now there's a there's a few people at the top but i'm pretty much doing everything right now so um tell us about the site tell us about how it come about and what you what you do um psmvp started um last year um when the official playstation mvp program was ended by playstation um, a group of us kind of got together and said hey we want to continue this thing um, we want to make it our own and um, make it into what we feel it should be um, so that's basically what we've spent the past um, 15 months doing right okay so <clears throat> let me tell you how let me tell you how I found out about your site and then you can say from okay. your uh, your side of things what happened so mm-hmm. Uh, a while ago, when it when uh, the game Future Unfolding come out on PC, I reviewed it right. um, for our website Spawn, and um, I it followed the developer and stuff. I loved the game; I was a big fan, so I was sort of keeping tabs on how they were doing. And I, I saw them tweet a link with a quote saying, "Here's a review," and it was my quote. And I was like, "Okay, cool. They're they're putting my review out there again." So I clicked on the link, and it and it went to your site. Uh, at the top, the guy's name was uh, Feddy, was it? What's his name? Right. right. Yeah, so, that's so right. Feddy, Feddy had written this review, which, uh, as I read through it, clearly was copied and pasted from my review on Spong. 
Now, I, I'm not a full-time reviewer. I don't consider myself a writer. I do this uh, podcast in that sort of my main focus. Um, uh, but Spong asked me to review games and stuff. So, uh, you know, there was, I didn't really, you know, I wasn't really kicking off about it. It's just something I picked up on and I put this tweet out there. Um, and I'll be honest with you, since then, the, the week's got weirder and weirder. Right, so for you, us too. <laughs> so, so what happened? So you saw this, you must have seen this tweet at some point, because I think I, I copied your, uh, your website's uh, Twitter. So I was on my way to work um, the morning this, the review was posted. Um, it, it posted at, I, I believe, 5 a.m. my time, and, and I was on my way to work before 7 a.m., and, and I noticed um, my phone lit up with a notification. Um, and it looked like someone was talking about a review. I was like, oh, cool. So um, when, when I stopped the car, I kind of looked at what it was and uh, saw your tweet, kind of looked at it, and um, I my heart kind of skipped a beat. And <laughs> I was like, uh, what's happening? So I went, I, I looked at your review, I looked at you know his review, and um, immediately called... Um, uh, my supervisor for lack of a better word. Um, the, the guy that I run the, run everything with, um, I was like, crap, what do we do? Um, immediately we, we took down, um, all of his pieces that he had written, um, as, as quickly as, as we could get to it. Um, and then, uh, I kind of waited for him to respond to me to see, to see what's happening. And, um, if he had an explanation or, or what, what, what happened. But, um, so we, long story short, he's no longer writing for us and he's not a part of the program. So there was, there was a number of reviews that he was doing the same thing. How did he, how did yeah. he get involved with the site? Was he just a, one of the community that got involved or, you know, this is, this is the hardest thing is he was a former PlayStation MVP like the rest of us. Um, he was right there with me, um, when we started PS MVP, um, it, uh, uh, he's been one of our biggest supporters, um, through the entire thing, always retweeting, you know, hosting streams, just been the guy that's always been there for you. Um, so his explanation was that he was afraid he wasn't able to live up to our standards. So he went to other reviews to look for um, help and advice and ideas. Um, and uh, things just got a little bit out of hand and he ended up copying a couple of reviews and submitting them to me. Right. So Feddy um, PM'd me. And sort of said, "Oh, things just got out of hand, you know." And I was fine. I said, "It's cool. Don't worry about it." And then um, out of nowhere, this guy called Rise Up Forty Four was was um, DMing everyone. I mean, I, we we all getting DMs from him, um, and he's made some pretty wild accusations about what he was getting from you guys uh, since this all blew up. And I wanted to ask you about that. Now he's been saying that. There were other reviews, and he was told to keep quiet, and then he was pushed off of the website and stuff. What what, what happened between you and him? Um, well, I we are under NDAs through PSMVP. Yeah. Um, that's what keeps everybody safe and what um, helps developers feel comfortable working with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we protect their privacy. So I can't really discuss what goes on internally through PSMVP. Right. Okay. Um, 
So um, in the case of Rise Up, uh, we had some disagreements um, with things in the past, and he was ultimately removed from PSMVP. Um, I can't discuss reasons why, but he had to be uh, removed from our ranks. So sort of a disgruntled employee, you think, with all this shit? A, a little bit, yeah. But I mean, I I don't want to speak bad of him. He was he's been very supportive in the past and very helpful. He wrote a, he wrote a few pieces for our site when it first launched, um, and he's brought a few opportunities um, in for us. And we're gr- very grateful for what he has provided to us in the past. So that was my conversation with Colin. What yeah, did you guys think? Because you've all heard this, it now. This is this feels like cereal. This is the new cereal. <laughs> <laughs> next episode. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he certainly sounded like he wanted to draw a line under the whole thing, of being like, "It's it's fine, we've sorted it out, it's fine." But then, yeah, the next one is a bit different. Um, Well, I mean, hang on, I mean, making your contributors sign NDAs—is that literally what he's saying? I will come to that because there's an overall message and feeling I've got from this whole thing that I want to I want to express. But um, you might have picked up there during that interview that um there's clearly something weird going on between rise up 44 or jason the guy that was dming me and colin and so i thought okay let's talk to jason hey jason how's it going that's going good man how you doing yeah not too bad uh it's a bit bit of a strange week for me i don't i don't really sort of got wrapped up in this thing that uh that i wasn't really expecting to i I, you know i saw the so, you and me both, man. So, so what happened was, uh, you know, uh, this this review stuff happened, and yes. then uh, you guys started getting DMs from you. You were upset with how it was handled. What what happened there? Because I mean, okay, when, so, when did you when did you find out about the the the, uh, the copied reviews on the on the site? Okay, so this is what happened on Tuesday. Tuesday, um, we I a friend, one of my close friends, in there said, "Hey, did you hear about you know what happened?" Uh, Fetty. Uh, Who's the username Fetty? He was the one that uh, you know he stole some reviews from several different reviewers, um, and he uh, you know hey he stole some reviews. You gotta check it out. This and that. Um, everybody's kind of meeting up in. We use the Discord. We use Discord uh, for communicating. Yeah. And uh, and so we all kind of met up in there, and and everybody was kind of just like, all right, here's the facts, and this is what happened. So then everybody kind of like started like, okay, well if this is what happened, then. Uh, you know, he should probably be removed from the program. And it kind of formed into a sort of uh, uh, a sort of like vote, kind of like how we've dealt with a lot of issues and problems in there um, over the last year. And it just uh, kind of spiraled into, well, he should he should be kicked. And then the the management team uh, who is led by CMD, Colin, he came in and uh, he made a statement um, that said I decided to uh I decided to sus- suspend Fetty for 90 days and uh, like, you know, the majority of the people were calling from to be removed. So it was kind of like a shock, you know, like, wow, uh, that's not really enough. You know, that's not, it's a big deal, you know? And, uh, so that's when, that's when I kind of went on, I just went silent. I just, I was pretty disappointed in, in that decision. And then I saw the post that was made, uh, earlier on PSMVP.org about, uh, you know that it was a very vague post about uh there was a issue with one of our reviewers um you know there was an issue with some of our reviews we've handled it internally and after i saw that i was like that doesn't really handle it like 
my mind started kind of turning and then I started kind of looking and I heard that, you know, some people were talking on your Twitter and I started reading and then my mind's going, my mind's going and I'm like, this is not right. This isn't being, this is not morally right. Like one, it's illegal to plagiarize. Two, it's like you can't just delete what happened and expect it to go away. There's other people involved and they they should be notified. I just I strongly felt that everybody involved should be notified immediately. And that just didn't happen. Wednesday came, didn't happen. Then Thursday, early morning Thursday, I just happened to pop onto the website psmvp.org and that's when I saw that there was a third review. So Tuesday there was the two reviews that were found that were plagiarized and on Thursday, 2 days later is when I found uh the third third plagiarized review and uh and I was just like kind of blown away that all his stuff wasn't taken down or at least it, maybe the site taken down if not, you know, just until the whole thing was looked through and made sure that everything was legit. Because it is such a serious, uh, you know, issue, and so I, I contacted uh, team management, Colin, and I let him know. I said, "Hey, man, like this, this is what's going on. There's a third review. You got to take it down." And he said, "No, I looked at it. I looked at it earlier today. Somebody uh, that I had talked to had told him that there was a problem with it. Maybe a couple hours before, I told him um, I was at work." And when I got home, I notified him, and he said, "No, there's no problem with it. It's only it's only a few phrases. It's only a few sentences." Right. And I said, "Whoa!" I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, you you can't play this down, man. Like th- this is a pretty big deal." And I said, "The team should be notified, and everybody involved should be notified. The authors, the new authors, now of the third article, should be notified." And it was like, "No, no, no! Like it's already been handled. Like basically, like hush, hush." And I just wasn't feeling it, so that's when I went into the general and i just said listen this is what's going on there's another one there's a new one and you know it's not okay it's you know it's illegal this and that and uh they kind of just like were not happy him and his uh kind of like his two people that help him out with the site and um kind of like leadership role type people um they just kind of ganged up on me it really felt like i was being bullied it did it felt like high school this this whole thing has kind of felt a lot like high school um, and it, it just, it really did. It felt like I was just being ganged up on and, uh, one thing led to another and, you know, I just, I just started kind of pushing back, you know, and then it got to a point where I got a private message saying, Hey, you should probably, now is probably a good time for you to go quietly. And like I said, they all kind of jumped on me and that, that was it. We got into an argument and they said, see you later. And I, I went my separate way and, um, you know, I probably would have, not followed up and kind of let it play out but then all of a sudden i see they put up a post on psmvp.org um right above the one that they made on tuesday about there being an issue Mm. um you know there being an issue with uh one of their reviewers and some of their reviews and then they made a new statement on thursday saying they're parting ways with me the only problem is every single person that's messaged me said it looks like i'm the one that did it because of the two articles are side by oh, side. Of course, yeah, because they didn't, they didn't actually yes. name Fetty in the. Yeah, no, that's yes. a good point. They haven't named. This is the thing, uh, and I've talked. I talked to Fetty. I said, Fetty, what happens from? I've talked to Fetty on Tuesday. I said, Fetty, I I private messaged him. I said, what happens from here forward is not personal. 
I said, what you did was wrong. You know what you did is wrong. But what I, what I do from here forward isn't personal. It's just what's right is what, like what I just said, what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I just, now that this new thing, like I was like yesterday, I was, I was feeling good, weight off my shoulders. And then I got the email, Hey, take a look at PSMVP.org. It looks like you're the one that did it. I'm like, what did what? It looks like you're the one that did the plagiarizing because they never named anybody that did it. And then all of a sudden you guys are parting ways. So I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. As, like, as you know, I've I've been trying to get in touch with anyone from the site. Uh, Feddy has turned me down several times, but I have spoken to Colin. Uh, I spoke to him earlier, and he was saying that he can't really talk about things that happened on the site due to NDAs that you signed or something. Correct. Is yeah, that... I can't because I'm no longer part of it. So they kicked me, so I can say whatever I want now. But you didn't actually sign a contract saying that you can't. I mean, there's... no. I signed a contract. I, I, I'll actually I'll send you the contracts right after this. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's an NDA and a volunteer, voluntary, voluntary agreement. You know, you're a volunteer of the PSMVP. Basically, they're not going to pay me for my, my services. They had us sign that uh, a couple months back. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it just basically it covers the organization basically from things like that. If somebody plagiarizes, it, it doesn't, uh, you know, it, it, it as long as they handle it correctly, it shouldn't fall back on them. But, you know. If you wanted my advice, I, w- I would say that, I mean, getting lawyers involved and stuff, I understand why you would look into that, but it's just best to just cut it now. And that's hard yes. to do for something that you worked yes. on for, for that amount of time and, and all that. I just think it's to a point where you just think, okay, that's done. That's over with now. And and just move on to your own thing. Because uh, I it, totally, I'm totally with you, man. I totally that is my plan. That is that is 100 percent the plan. Unless the post on the site on the main page of the site stays the way it is right now, and I continue getting messages asking if I'm involved. You have know, you asked if, them uh, to change it. I don't have any more connection. I don't have any contact with anybody over there anymore. They actually, the minute that uh, they removed me from there, they completely deleted everything so i have no way of contacting them so what we, um, i mean the listeners will want to know what, what how can people find out what you're doing now and uh yeah that'd be great i appreciate that um i got a website nallyogaming.com uh my twitter is at rise up 44 or at nallyogaming um and uh my basically i do everything on uh youtube youtube.com slash c slash nallyogaming now in my book i don't know who's in the right or wrong. I don't really care. It's just quite interesting <laughs> to listen to people, you know, <laughs> what they call it, hang their laundry out in public or some shit. <laughs> I don't know what the phrase is, Matt. Do you know? You know the <laughs> English <laughs> language, don't you? Yeah, the dirty laundry. Yeah, the, yeah, the dirty laundry, I think. Yeah, it is. yeah something like that. that. And, um, and it just, uh, like, the feeling that I got is that this uh colin guy was i i don't think he knew anything about it i genuinely don't and i think he got caught up in it and he sort of panicked and he didn't really know how to deal with it and um maybe he wasn't clear enough with his statements whatever i don't think he's a bad guy at all um and i don't think jason is either i think he's someone that's um taking it from a different angle seeing it from a different angle and the the two sort of perspectives clash the overall feeling I get from this, and I, I'm, I'm assuming people from PSMVP are listening, 
And if you are, please listen to this. Um, I said that we've been doing stuff like this. I mean, how long have you been doing Dark Zero and, and Midnight Resistance, Sean? Uh, Jesus. 10, 12 years, something like that. 10, 12 yeah. years. And it's been the same with me when we started Joypod yeah. and we you know, got on Play Radio and Spong and stuff like that. Um, it's been about 10 to 12 years. And we've seen lots of communities sort of pop up around us and a lot of them fall apart quite quickly or last a while and then it, it ends in a messy way and stuff. When you're doing a sort of community-led project like this, the number one rule is to not take it too seriously. <laughs> now, the, the, some of the phrases that they were using in those interviews then, you know, talking to a supervisor, voting, um, you know, uh, uh, what, what was it? Signing the, the NDAs? Oh, Signing contracts. Contracts. The contracts. The contracts are fascinating. He didn't send me the contracts, by the way, and I didn't ask for them. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm sure he didn't make involved. you sign a contract. <laughs> yeah. I mean, lawyers, talking to lawyers, I, it, it just, honestly... You've got to see this for what it is. The the only people that should be truly angry about this are the developers that provided them with code. Because at the end of the day, they're doing their job to try and get... They're relying on people like you to try and spread the word of their game throughout your community. Because they rely on those sales. And you fuck them. You know, the, you, the, the fact that you've posted up this dodgy review has fucked them. And that's, again... Not blaming PSV, PSMVP for that. I'm not blaming Colin for that. Although, if some of the a- accusations that Jason was flying around were true, then I do kind of think, hold on, mate, this does sound a bit dodgy and that you were trying to cover things up and leave up websites that you knew were um, uh, plagiarised. Who knows if that's true? It's one, one person's word against the other. Um, but the moment you take it to that level and take it that seriously, I, the, my experience is it, it's not fun anymore. Like, what's the point in doing it mm. in, you know, what I assume is your spare time? What's the point in doing it anymore? It's only, uh, it's always going to um, lead to to arguing and falling out and anger and, you know, it's ridiculous. Um, so if they can take anything away from this, it's maybe step down a peg or two and just start enjoying it again because fuck me this is weird having a fallout over this is insane i mean um, to like, the level that it's got to i mean obviously dave you've looked at it but matt and james have you looked at the website uh, yeah, yeah i've been on i mean yeah. i mean website is generous it's a it's a blog <laughs> it is right, it's okay. it's an off off the shelf blog like i i, <laughs> I know that's really harsh but like this so in the about us page it explains that apparently, the, what was the PlayStation MVP program? I have I have no idea what that is. I've never well, heard. I of spoke it. to them because those interviews were cut down. They were edited yeah, sure. because they were long. Right, the yeah. first one with Colin was like ten minutes long. The second one with Jason was about twenty minutes long. And um, you know, I didn't want to take up too much of the show with this, but I realised that we already have taken up way too much of the show with this. But um, uh, so I asked them, you know, what was PS MVP? And by the sounds of it, the, the feeling that I got that was. It was a a community set up by Sony mm. to promote Sony gaming, right? Oh, okay. So they would have MVPs that would stream for them and do community work for them, right? Um, and they would then, like, in return, fly them out to E three and you know do stuff like that. Um, and then they realised that they weren't getting much of a response back from that, mm-hmm. so they they killed it. And the people that were involved in in the official one set up this sort of 
uh, blog, the side thing. Okay. Um, and I mean, that alone is pretty, you don't think about that, do you? I mean, Sony have set this thing up. They've built a community, you know, obviously to utilize them and, and take, avant- take advantage of them is a bit of a strong phrase, but that's essentially what they're doing. Mm. They're using them for marketing purposes. And, you know, they've detached themselves from the human element of, hey, you might have brought people together to become a, like, a nice group of friends here. And now you're just turning around and going, yeah, fuck it, we ain't doing that no more. <laughs> See, I, like, like, it's- I, from my point of view, someone who's just come to the site, so yeah, you know, it says like, uh, the purpose is to get involved with the various communities across the PlayStation ecosystem and support developers. We're a community with a voice to represent gamers and communicate with game makers to guide the community with a voice of reason, blah, 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 blah. There's not even a forum. I don't... <laughs> How do you even? How do you even come? I mean, there's a Twitter account know, what, and a Facebook page. What's the portal about? Well, I don't know, but you can't unless you've already got an email. I assume that's just for contributors to the site. But Sean, I ain't been funny. I'm like, uh, don't take this offensively. Your website was a bunch of square pictures with a few words on it. Like, yeah, on the yeah, front yeah. Page. But we've never claimed well, it was saying... anything. But we've never. We don't make <laughs> no, anyone no. sign NDAs, and we don't. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But my point is, is that we're not putting well, their I, website I down. How, Sean? Yeah. I've got to disagree there. I, I'm, I'm on the Midnight Resistance website now, and it says. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The Minimum Resistance program purpose is to get involved with the various communities across the game eco- ecosystem and to support developers. That sounds Shit. very similar to this Shit. website, Sean. Also, also <laughs> to highlight when uh, gaming podcast formats are dead. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> and then try and defend themselves by saying, I'm, I'm, I'm standing by that. <laughs> fuck off, Chris. You know, fuck all, mate. <laughs> What a load of old shit. Anyway, um, so yeah, sorry, so your, your point was that, yes, like it, it is fine for a website to just be that. Um, mm. But yeah, but it's when, when people are taking it way too seriously. Like, I mean, you know, we, we've talked about this before. I, I always find it really odd when small websites appear to sort of ape the larger ones. Like you're not IGN and that comes like that is in many ways a gift like um you know yeah. it means you can do whatever you want with it you don't have to just churn stuff out and yet i mean i've i've glanced at a couple of the reviews none written by any of the people who you've spoken to but i mean they're not they're pretty rubbish um, <laughs> they're not great well, um, the, hold on they're probably mine that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just um, I'm I'm struggling to get my head around what this site or who this site is for, other I, than I mean, maybe some people, go, maybe some people ma- who just wanted to keep getting free games. It, it, Sean, Sean, it do, it doesn't matter. I yeah. don't think there's a, there's a problem with the site. I don't. I think there's I think there's a problem with, with hold on. rewards. Have you have you seen that? No. What's that? What's that? If you go to live streaming and it's got earn rewards and you can get stuff from like from doing it. Yeah, but oh yeah, but doesn't it say the yeah that uh, the site where they do the rewards thing is shutting down on the sixteenth of June? Yep. <laughs> all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that I'm, I'm not here to take the piss out of anyone or to mm. you know rip into the the website oh, or whatever because okay, we're sorry. all involved with projects on an amateur level. What what mm. I'm here to say is like fucking chill out, lads. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like you don't need meetings, you don't need like, lawyers involved. It's insane. Um, mm. And I'm also here to say, Feddy Campo, if you're listening, you're a prick. <laughs> and I and and I hope that whenever your stuff turns up on other websites, it gets tracked down straight away. Because at the end of the day, you're you're letting you're letting you've let Colin down, right? If the, if that's all worked out the way that has been said, and I haven't been lied to by Colin. You've let him down. You've let the fucking developers down because they've provided you with code that you've essentially stolen. And 
and you've, you you're just ripping people off. It's it's you can't do that shit. You just can't do that shit. Um, and it, it's it, I will say I I I totally agree with with um with uh, with rise up in in our second our second audio you just posted. Obviously on the website it says there's a, there's a post about the statement about reviews and one of our writers was recently involved in an incident regarding a couple of reviews. Two posts later, uh, thanks a lot, Rise Up Forty Four. Thanks, thanks a lot, and good luck. <laughs> like they've bl- they've totally thrown him under the bus there. Yeah, they, they it does look really right. shitty. Yeah, they yeah, have. But so then shitty. at the same time, when I when I asked um, when I asked him, oh, have you asked them about it? And he said, I've got no way of contacting them. Yeah, I that's that not true, funny. is it? Twitter dot com, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's got their email <laughs> I mean, addresses, presumably. Yeah. There is absolutely ways to contact them. Yeah. It's the whole thing's Ooh, weird. Impossible, David. Impossible to contact them now. Off the grid. I mean, it, it's like I mean, just to echo what uh, Dave said toward, towards the end of his his interview with Jason is like, yeah, just just start doing. I mean, you know, he's he's got his own project now, right, separately from PSMVP. So yes, just go back to doing it for yourself, man. Like it, it is really easy sometimes if you're part of a community to to sort of to care about it way too much, like. I, you know, I'm sure there were people on there that he was good friends with or whatever, and obviously that, that sucks that he's presumably not going to be talking to them so much anymore. But, like, it, you know, it's easy to get involved in these things. And, like, you know, I, you know, when me and Andy and, and everyone else used to write for Dark Zero, and, like, that's, like, I mean, the website's actually all right now. There's uh, uh, one of the guys who's, who's still running it and doing all right at it, but... But the end of the day, we left. Sean's and, going back to after Midnight Resistance is <laughs> done. Um, oh like, no, it's actually really good now. It's really but cool. But it's not it, like us leaving that really wasn't a big deal. But it, but it did kind of feel like it at the time, and because it's easy to just sort of get wrapped up in the wrapped bullshit it, of these yeah. things, and yeah, just get out, get some space, do your own thing. It's fine. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, and also, for, for people still up PSM VPs, you know, I, I get I mean, a rebrand might work. I mean, control yourselves like you know, call yourself Control C. That'd be a good name for a rebrand. Uh, C and P MVP. <laughs> These are all good names. Um, but no, like, and when he was talking about you know uh, the community getting together and fe- it feeling like bullying. Um, to be fair, I, I hear that's how Kane and Rinces run anyway. So, um, and they true. seem to be doing all right so far. <laughs> uh, Leon, fucking nightmare. Apparently. Um, <laughs> You didn't hear it from me. <laughs> I mean, Leo made us sign contact uh, contracts just for him to come on our show. So <laughs> God knows what's like over there. Anyway, thanks for that. It was a bit self-indulgent, a bit weird. I hope you enjoyed listening to that. If not, then fine. I apologise. And the only way we'll go back to talking about this stuff is if Jason and Colin get on one Skype call with me during the week and I can mediate this and it could be like Jerry Springfield. <laughs> That's the name in it, Jerry Springfield. Oh, yes, yeah. my brain is going it's mental. Jerry Springer, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Springfield. It's Springer. I honestly, I thought you were doing that on purpose, Dave. But <laughs> Jerry, I wasn't. Jerry is such a dad. <laughs> what are you getting into? The, it's not even. It's, it's not even a relevant. It's not even a recent reference. No one listening to this is going to understand who that is. Matt, I've had a really weird week, mate. I've gone from having Jerry the best day of my life on Saturday to being wrapped up in someone's internet drama. It's been uh, it's been weird. Uh, right. 
Speaking of internet drama, has there been any follow up this week, Matt? Uh, there hasn't been much. Uh, we're we're still getting on with this this dabbing drama. Uh, the drama being well, it's not a drama, but oh. I, I I was fairly confident it was a dab. <laughs> Other people seem to agree uh, disagree with me, but Ryan Harman has got the the last say on this. Um, since you're still arguing about Donkey Kong doing a dab or not in in Mario Kart, here's a bit of history. Uh, though the dab was created by the Atlanta era rapper Skipper De Flipper and amplified through his contemporary Migos in mid 2015, it didn't reach international notoriety until the American football man Cam Newton of the Carolina Panthers dabbed during a game in November 2015. Mario Kart 8 was released in May 2014, some 18 months before the dab took root in cultural psyche. Uh, therefore, if he is dabbing, uh, it's a massive coincidence and not probably a reference to the dance. Well, unless um, the dance was based on Mario Kart. <laughs> Maybe he was playing Mario Kart and said, boom. Yeah, good point. I, I've got a little bit of follow-up. Uh, I think he does do the dab on the every 30 turns. I saw it the other night and I was like, oh yeah, that's a dab. Okay, so, can, um, can this be an end to this now? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think we're done. It's the end, and we've agreed that I was right. Uh, we'll draw a line under it. Uh, well, I don't think anyone, no, Matt. I don't think anyone was right or wrong. I, I wasn't saying he definitely wasn't doing a dab, but I was questioning it, and I wanted someone of some sort of credible age to um, <laughs> confirm it. And we still haven't had that. The only confirmation Jerry, we've had is from Jerry the- Springfield. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I admit that I'm old. You still cling on. Yeah, I bought a skateboard a few weeks ago. <laughs> you haven't? Have you really? Yeah, it was a few months actually now. But yeah, I'm having a Matt, proper midlife crisis. Are you kidding me? You actually bought one? No, I want to do an Ollie before the end of the summer. I've always wanted to do one, and this is my chance. <laughs> I want to do an Ollie before the end of the summer. Yeah, because there's always people that say that. I used to like Blade and Quad. Children. You know, yeah, well, probably. <laughs> no, because there was a skate park down the road, and I'm like, mm, do I? No, I don't. No, I'll just keep doing it in my back garden. I just this is <laughs> right. I, so I don't want to laugh at this because obviously, like, it's not easy to do. And fair play to you for you know buying it and and just deciding that's something you want to achieve. Why have you got to be understanding, achieve. Sean? But, but, why have you got to be understanding but, and not? Why don't you speak your mind? <laughs> I've got this image of Matt with all these elbow pads and his knee pads and little helmet on just outside the front of his house, just yeah, trying to do it. Like and like a, just... you, you like making ramps and stuff, Matt? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a half pipe. Matt, Matt, you are literally two. You're a t-shirt away from being Steve Buscemi <laughs> in a school. Like, I know. Literally, it's insane. Uh, I'm not even that. I'm not even that cool though. So I'm way worse. Than that. <laughs> I'm having a proper midlife crisis. I mean, grown a beard, yeah, bought a skateboard. I think what else? Matt <laughs> just comes over with a skateboard, and his about... wife just starts crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, she, she insisted she was not in the toy shop when I bought it. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, she was not oh, going to follow God. me into Smith's, and I was like, oh, I bought a sick board for 20 quid, and I spent about an hour and <laughs> a half quid. on Sunday taking all the bearings out and putting WD 40 in them, so they roll like a dream now. <laughs> See, also, knowing you, Matt, you probably spent quite a long time researching this skateboard as well, I'd imagine. No, 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 no. no I, 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 two summers ago, last time, I, I, spent, I bought an 80 pound skateboard because that was one I really wanted. This was just some cheap thing because I'd probably give up. But. She will yeah. find in a stack of what skateboard magazines underneath Matt's <laughs> bed and just going off for fuck. <laughs> yeah, my Instagram feed now is just basically um, people with beards, uh, it's skateboarders and people with tattoos. <laughs> I'll probably get a tattoo next and that'll be the end. That, when that happens, that, that's when I'm going to kill gonna myself. Get, you're going to get a tattoo of Tony Hawk on your back, but with a beard on. <laughs> <laughs> So Matt, do you like hang around skate parks and like shout stuff like, <laughs> like you know, sick moves at he people? Can't and hang around skateboards looking like the way he does now. <laughs> he get arrested in seconds. 
<laughs> no, I, I do. I do drive past one every day because there, there is actually one in my local uh, town. But so I used to when I was like first getting interested in photography. So it was like well, ten years ago, and I was thinking like and playing the skate games. I was like, it would actually be cool to learn how to do photography properly and like photograph people at skate parks, right? And yeah, and it's like now that I'm actually okay at photography, I couldn't just go and fucking do that. <laughs> Go on, lad, get up really high. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'll just lie down under <laughs> no, here and no, point the camera up. I'll learn to do an ollie, and you can, you can record. We can take yes, photos. Yes, that's it. Me. No one gets arrested or put on a list. Exactly. Tremendous win. <laughs> Scrape your knee. <laughs> right. Okay. So uh, we're still doing follow up. I think. No, oh yeah. Uh, yes. um, uh, that's it. Uh, uh, Mike Petit eighty nine asked um, if who keeps burping on the show. I don't remember if there's burp sounds. Right. Uh, there's, I've. But every time I've asked, we've, yeah, we've heard that a few times. Yeah, every time I've asked, I've said, "Can you give me timestamps?" Because mm. I want to hear it. Because I, I usually pick up on that sort of shit. Um, and it seems to be when Sean is about to say something, he goes, "There's two things. One of them, you do this." Thing. I know. I know. Some, I'm getting really aware thought, of that, and it's yeah, pissing me off. Who could ever think that's a burp? That we've all got that. No, 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 no. No one thinks that's a burp. That's um, that people think that's me vaping. Right, it's not. Oh yeah, um, because I cut those ones out. Um, <laughs> the other bit, Sean does this when he's think he's about to say something, but about to jump in, he goes uh, like that. Do I? And he oh, just before weird. he starts talking, yeah. And he, 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 you did it a few times a few weeks ago, yeah. and someone said, I think it was Ooh, Steve Ooh said, um, "Oh, you got the uh, the burp in. Here's the timestamp." <laughs> and I listened to it, and it was you going. Uh, like that and I was like Fuck. oh shit okay oh, yeah, that's no, gross sure. man sorry everyone it's not, today. <laughs> it's not gross no you're not burping you're, you're no going, I know but uh, the fact that it just sounds like I am and, but actually I'm just going this is yeah, gross yeah, yeah, it's not burping yeah. Sean <laughs> you're literally talking about it. you just did it <laughs> it's alright Sean whenever anything like this happens I'll just get blamed anyway so you're fine that's true it's... Oh, oh, oh a little violin for James look he wants to be oh sympathy oh I'll get blamed all the time mate oh don't worry about it Sean I'm the I'm the bad guy of the piece fuck off James oh, yeah. you alright mate what's, what's up three hours of body cough and now look <laughs> blame for everything oh I get blamed for everything like the time that I forgot to hit record and that fuck off James uh, we, actually it has turned on him I don't know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Uh, right, okay. Uh, that, you... That's very much it for follow up. If you want to leave us feedback, uh, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter or the Computer Game Show at gmail.com. We got quite a bit of news this week, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you know what? What's that? Sh- what? Sean, sorry, mate. Mm. I'd, I'd forgotten about this. Yeah. Like, the past few years, you totally forget that, you know, you're so focused on E3, you forget like the week or two before E3, it goes insane. Yeah. Like, everyone <laughs> just starts announcing shit. Yeah. It's like, whoa, chill out. <laughs> We've got another week. And it, yeah, it seems, um, seems really odd because it's like, I thought the whole point was that it's next week and that's the event and that's when all the things but that's get the announced. thing, isn't it? Yeah, all these like developers whole, think... It's just a whole season of it, isn't it? Well, they're thinking, well, I'll get in early. Like, they're, yeah. they're, they're, it happens every year. Get in early. Don't get lost in the noise. Hmm. Um and yeah, that seems to be what's happening. So, mm. what happening? Monster Hunter is coming to the Switch. Possibly only Japan only, but um, we don't know. Um, so this is so this is Monster Hunter XX or Double Cross um, that had already been announced for the 3DS. Um, 
and came out in Japan in March. Um, and yeah, they've announced there's going to be a Switch port of that. Now this is, cause what we got as Monster Hunter Generations was basically Monster Hunter Cross. So this is a jazzed up version of that. They always do this, like basically every entry in the Monster Hunter series gets like two versions <laughs> because they, because people buy them, or certainly in Japan. In the West, we tend to just get like every other one. So like Monster Hunter 3 came out. I mean, we got Monster Hunter Tribe, but then Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate came out and then we got that. The Monster Hunter 4 we didn't get, but we did get Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. And yeah, and it sort of tends to sort of go on and off. Whether or not we get this, I've no idea. Um, they've only said about Japan. Um, but there's loads of interesting stuff. I know Matt, you picked up on this as well. There's been rumors about what is going on with Monster Hunter because there's been, uh, basically there was a post on 4chan, reputable news source 4chan, <laughs> um, where someone had, it, someone just did a post where it was like, here's what's going on with Monster Hunter. They're going to release Monster Hunter Double Cross on the 3DS, but this is before that had been announced. And then it said a load of other shit that people discounted, but then Monster Hunter Double Cross was announced and did come out for the 3DS. And basically what they've said is that it's like the franchise is essentially splitting in two. So Monster Hunter 5 is going to go to the PS4 and is going to be like quite streamlined and with lots of things taken out. And it's going to be open world and a bit more because, like you know, as much as I like Monster Hunter, it is time that it got a bit of a kick up the ass. Um, so there's that, and that's going to be sort of super online focused and stuff and everything. Um, and then, but then it's also going to continue. Like there's going to be another strand, which is going to be the Monster Hunter Portable series, which is going to carry on on the 3DS and then the Switch. And I, it kind of makes sense. Because they've been trying to get this, they're trying to get Monster Hunter to take off in the West for a while, and it's and people still complain that it's too hard, and it is hard and complicated. So I guess in a way, if for them to just go, well, let's make one for the West that is not so complicated. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that sounds great, but if that one is then just for PS4, not for Switch, I mean, that's, mm. yeah, that's that weird. would be a shame. But, yeah, but, I mean, the main yeah. tragedy there is that, yeah, like, so say the this series does take a, an interesting new direction then, yeah, it won't be on the Switch, it'll be on the PS4. And, I mean, you know, obviously the online infrastructure on the PS4 is going to be better, so that's a thing. But also, I do really want Monster Hunter on the Switch. So Yeah, because um, obviously Monster Hunter was massive when it was on uh, PSP uh, in Japan. And well, this is the thing, yeah. Like... So you would think that the next big Monster Hunter, and if we could call it Monster Hunter 5, that would also be handheld because it's had got such a history and legacy. I think so, yeah, because in Japan it has... Yeah, like in in Japan, it has like a massive culture of people actually meeting up and playing it, um, whereas we all prefer to do things online. So, yeah, yeah. When, when I lived over in Shanghai, the only whenever I saw anyone playing on 3DSs, the only thing they were ever playing was Monster Hunter. Yeah. It was massive there as well. <laughs> it was a big deal. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, with Monster Hunter Double Cross, I mean, there's every possibility that if it gets, um, you know, it gets an Asian release, then that might have English in it, and of course, Switch doesn't give a fuck about region. Um, mm. which is cool so that that might be a thing um, so yeah I don't know it'll be interesting to see if anything comes out at E3 I think yeah I mean, are, are um, they likely to do it at E3 or are they likely to hold it off a Tokyo game show uh, well I don't know I mean maybe at E3 that might be the time to announce Monster Hunter 5 or so, whatever yeah. it is if, if that is indeed happening separately from Double Cross but yeah we'll see I guess mm. uh, what else right so Mass Effect, Mass Effect Andromeda uh, despite everything we were saying the other week about half the staff getting moved over to other things um, Andromeda has dropped a hint about 
uh, upcoming DLC, well, possibly. I did not hear this. That's interesting. So I didn't realise the the multiplayer stuff. You know, it sometimes comes up saying like, oh, there's an event going on, like do this special yeah. mission. I've been completely ignoring that. Turns out it's got bits of story in it. Um, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and basically the latest one, you ransack some remnant facility and then, oh, at the end, it's co- it's collected some transmission data. And so in the game, that it's mentioned that there is a Quarian arc that you never find. Um, and it's got all the other weird races on it, like the Hanar and the Elcor and stuff. Um, sorry if you don't play Mass Effect, this is all fucking gibberish. Um, but, uh, yeah, basically there's, there's a, at the end, it's like, oh, we intercepted this transmission and it alludes to the Quarian arc. But what's interesting is it's entirely possible that this was just scheduled and put in ages ago. So maybe it alludes to some DLC that we're now not going to get <laughs> because the team's been gutted, but it was just left in by accident. Oh, God. That, so, that'd, that'd be so bad. That would be kind yeah. of shit. Um, I mean, apparently the, the people that are remaining working on Andromeda are basically they're dedicated to supporting the multiplayer and patching the campaign. So it might just be that we end up like, oh, here's a Quarian multiplayer character. That'll have to do. Um, who knows? There was no, there was no season pass for that game, was there? There wasn't, no. And they always said that, to be fair. That was, they, they made that clear from the start. Which, yeah, from which the made, start. made us wonder if there was never going to be DLC either, but, but then having. That is weird though for an yeah. EA game not to have season pass. It's like almost that. like they weren't massively confident in it to begin with, isn't it? Yeah. Because we've said, you know, you that there's been cases where, like, shit games have come out with a season pass. And it's like, and then the developers are like, well, fuck, now we've got to make more content for a game that only 10 people are playing. What and- happens if a company goes under? Has that happened before? A company is sold so badly that it's gone under and they can't fulfill their season pass. That must have happened. I can't think of any examples, though. Mm. Okay, fine. Um, so Next. Yeah, weird. Uh, d- 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 you can go and hire your local game out for a stag do. Yes, okay, I this, this is the, hang on, because this is not quite what I thought. Because when <laughs> when I read this, it said it says like your like local. What did you yeah. you've written like your local game? And I was just thinking, yeah, there's a bit more to it. My local that, branch. <laughs> like, that would be insane. But it's actually. Game arena, like some like this well, it's, belong it's, it's arenas these thing. Belong centers, yeah, yeah. Because I, so I still terrible. Past, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've walked past game in the Trafford Center in Manchester, um, and I never go in because I've got self respect. Um, but you walk past, and there's just a big sign that just says "Belong," and I had no idea what that meant. Um, so it looked a bit weird. <laughs> didn't really know what that was about um but now yeah i realize it's basically they have these little centers where there's just a shitload of uh pcs rigged up and um i think there's like fighting game setups and stuff in it, and you can go there and, and play games and now yeah you can hire the place out for all your mates to get bevied and play league of legends the the craziest thing about all this is that Sean's got self respect. What? I know. When did that? Happen? Who knew? And why? Um, I, um, I walked past game and I was like, no, I, there are levels I won't sink to. <laughs> I mean, see, you're, I mean, I'm not saying, like I'm, I'm. I am being a bit snarky, but it's, for, it's worth pointing out my stag do is a week on a, a canal boat. Um, oh, fuck! You got there just before I did. <laughs> I, I, like, I mean, you've got no right to get snarky about this. Okay, you, so when my you were talking about your stag do, you were going, "Oh, it's what I want to do, David." Yeah, yeah, but that's not what fucking stag do is, you mug. <laughs> Honestly, but everyone had a really fucking good time, and it was something that normally we just wouldn't have the excuse to do. Whereas you can just go to game and take your mates whenever you you've want. Got it doesn't have to be. Friends. You've got two normal friends. <laughs> uh, you and myself. Who else? And Sam White. Were either of them there? 
And if it, and if either of us were there, yeah. right, yeah. would they have had a good time? Thank you. Case, case well, closed. Neither would anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but would you would you have a good time if someone dragged you to the, the your local game to have a? You see, the other thing I like about this is it <sighs> says it's special packages for birthdays, at corporate stag do's, and hen do's as well. It's it's not just stag do's. It's, um, sorry, yeah. Um, sorry, sorry, James. Go on. This looks amazing. No, 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 no. Go quiet, James. James, why why have you highlighted that? Yeah, because oh, I just think I just what? think it looks it looks kind of amazing, you know, to do something like that, but also awful. But, yeah. Right. Okay. It's just it seemed that you were a bit surprised that they were allowing Hindus in there as well. I don't, I'm just trying no, to I get think to the bottom just, of your reaction there. I think he was I'm just calling me out it's, on. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's not just the stag dudes. It's also, it's also corporate events stable as well. <laughs> James, <laughs> you packing out? It's, it, Matt's office would do it. You know what Matt's office like? I know they'll listen to this. They're they're all trying to get the number now. <laughs> That sort of place, isn't it? They'll sk- don't worry, we'll skate down there. We'll board. We'll board down there. Don't worry. Do a sick ollie. I mean, I mean I'll be able to do because I can't do. Obviously, you know, fair play to him for trying because we all know they're on the way out again. Probably. Um, it's been a while since a new console came or a new generation came out. That always seems to be what sustains them. Um, so fair play to him for trying to, you know, do new things. Um, it's just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm being I'm, a dick. Be maybe like, it, maybe it's like if you're a teenager and you've got loads of mates, and maybe you don't own every fucking console and PC under the sun, uh, maybe this is cool. I don't know, Matt. Would you? I think? I think the focus on the stag do stuff doesn't work, right? Yeah. It, like, it, I would personally be embarrassed to to go to stag do in a place like that, mm. right? And maybe I'm call me an arse or whatever. I would personally be fucking embarrassed. Yeah. The the but. If I was like 15, 16, um, my mum and dad arranged this for my birthday, mm. it'd be the best thing that ever happened yeah. to me. Like, you know, so whatever. Yeah. Do what you want. Yeah. Um, next next yeah, news. I mean, it, it's not the only thing that they're doing to raise money. Uh, have you also seen the news that they're, um, they're now <laughs> offering uh, an elite uh, loyalty card scheme, which costs £36 a year? <laughs> oh, yeah. What does it get? Well, it, it basically, essentially, it, what it does is it increases the um, the uh, the rate you get for um, trading in games and for, okay. for buying consoles. So, I think previously um, you got two uh, percent um, on trade-ins, and now you get four percent. Um, and previously, you wow. got uh, you got you got. Uh, you, uh, well, but, but basically, now you get ten percent back on uh, on buying physical games and whatnot, and you also get five pounds uh, vouchers in your birthday month. You get exclusive deals. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the thirty-six pound a year is pretty bad. According to the Eurogamer article, you've basically got to buy ten full-price forty-pound games in twelve months to get mm. another game, another game's worth of points. Uh, so, so if you want to get a free game a year, you've got basically got to buy ten games. But I suppose if you're a regular game customer, this is yeah, this I'm is sure okay. there's plenty of people who do. This I don't is, know who, no, this who is would be a regular rubbish. game customer. <laughs> This is this is rubbish. There's no <laughs> way you could ever justify saying this is good. I mean, look, I know, they got here. Terrible. They've got here, like, member-only discounts at launch include Destiny the Collection for £20 if you buy it in-store. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and, they, and also a PlayStation VR prize draw. I mean, this is awful. I, I well, don't know hold why... on. J- James, have uh, you got Amazon Prime? Nope. I have not. Matt, <laughs> Matt you have, though. How, have how much year. is that a year? Uh, that's 80 For free postage and... and uh, Video. Yeah, postage. Okay. Saying it's not that dissimilar, is it? And what they were saying, I mean, from what I've seen, I, don't get me wrong, 
don't know why I'm taking them up on this offer. It, sounds, it does not suit my needs at all. I mean, I don't buy games anymore. I'm David Turner, for fuck's sake. The, the thing is, it's they've announced that actually there's kind of a no-lose policy, and if you don't spend enough to justify the initial purchase, they give you that back in loyalty points or something. Yeah. So you can sp- spend it in credit in store or whatever. So you're still giving um, them your money, you know, like with a... Whether or not. Yeah, no, no, no. You're right, and that's that was the first thing I thought of. But uh, you know, as as you say, I mean, we're we're the sort of people that will never shop there, and maybe there are people that are, although I've never met one. Also, Dave, Amazon Prime. It's not just it's not just like free delivery. There's also Amazon Prime Video, Amazon Prime Music. Oh yeah, you watch you watch Amazon Prime Prime Video, dear. Yeah, definitely. Yes, brilliant. Yeah, I've watched Transparent. Bonds. I watched Ma- Mr. Robot, Man High Castle. It's arguably Absolutely stronger bonds. than Netflix. All the original stuff has been amazing. Yeah, Transparency Incredible, Man High Castle. Um, yeah, there's, there's, uh, obviously there's uh, Mr. Robot I've just mentioned. Yeah, they, they've got loads of great stuff on Amazon Prime Video. Love it. Okay. All right. Not convinced. Okay, fine. Uh, right, is that it? Is that all we got? What, for news? No, mate, we're only about halfway through. Fucking hell. Oh, um, my good gold. Right, uh, there's been some leaked images of Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Oh, God, this <laughs> was the funniest thing I've seen this week. <laughs> so this, Apart uh, this... from several DMs from a disgruntled ex-member uh, <laughs> of a <laughs> community. So this looks like uh, it's come from, like, a presentation, right? It's like it's explaining this, this the game copy to investors. This as well, all. yeah. Yeah, um, so, th- I mean, apparently this is getting announced at E3, if this leak is to be believed. Um it, it's like there's so basically it's like an RPG, right? It's like exploring and and doing turn-based battles. And um, uh, Mario and Peach have got guns, um, <laughs> not actual guns, like sort of Metroid-style sort of weird cannon things. Um, and yeah, there's an absolutely terrifying rabbit dressed up as Princess Peach. Have you seen this? <laughs> the, it's the, it's well, horrible. The, <laughs> the, the comedy in this story is not the game. I mean, people talk about Mario as if he's some sort of sacred character, but <laughs> you know, he's been in some shit, and you just got to put. You just got to understand that that is not <laughs> main Nintendo, is it? Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. Mm-hmm. Just ignore it. it. Didn't didn't happen. Mm-hmm. We've all had to do that. <laughs> um, and you know, if you're saying, "Oh my god, I can't believe they're partnering Mario up with Rabbids." I don't know if that's worse than when he partnered up with Sonic, to be <laughs> quite honest with you. No, but I Sonic funny. was an actual character wow. with, with, with a history, albeit how bad. Yeah. Like, aren't they, I, <laughs> I've that... never played any of the Rabbids games. Aren't they basically all right? Like, they're not shit, um, are they? I, did, I played... The only one that I properly played was um, 3D... Was it... They bought out... When the 3DS came out, they bought out Rabbids Travel Through Time or whatever. Okay. And it was legitimately decent. Okay. Like, it was. Yeah. Uh, but just well low budget. Yeah. There was um, there was a whole bunch of them on the Wii which were actually not awful. Like, as yeah. in they were they were a laugh. Like, if you were playing was them with somebody Rayman's else. Was it Rayman's Ray... Ray... Yeah, Raving Rabbids, Rabbids or something? Yeah. Yeah. I remember playing that and thinking that was all right. Oh, yeah. um, but it was the Wii, so it's hard to tell. Uh, I... I The funny thing, the funny part of this story is that these were supposedly screens from a presentation. Yeah, yeah. Some of the screens are so embarrassing. (laughs) Uh, The 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 wording and the typos in them were worse than messages I've sent to my mates, and that's saying something. (laughs) Well, I don't know about that, Dave. Matt, it says no more green shelves. Yeah, yeah, I've got that here. (laughs) No more green shelves. (laughs) Like what the fuck? I mean, I, I don't know what was going on there, but it was it just 
if you've not seen them, try and find an article on them and read the text in these little yeah, I mean, screen grabs because they're hilarious. It's a timeline one, and it shows uh, the months of June, July, and August. June, it says, surprise announcement. Oh, no, wait, no, that's, that hasn't happened now. July, convinced media slash gamers. So really convince them. So, yeah, yeah. And then put big for launch, and it just shows us like magazines. But I mean, again, I'd... Yeah. I, I mean, brilliant. Matt, you're that a content will, they... strategist. How, how good oh, yeah, is that? Is... <laughs> well, I, I'm going to borrow this slide myself for all my major clients I work. Surprise I announcement. The that Convince they've, people. They've, <laughs> they've put it on the magazines. Pre- it's like, predicted. we'll announce it, but they will think it was sh- it's shit. So, please. So, June, we tell them it's, out, it's coming out. July, we tell them, don't worry, it's going to be all right. <laughs> Just yeah. calm down. Giving them a month to stew, and now we're going <laughs> to... Uh, yeah, what I mean, what can you say? It's the, the these games I'm not too worried about. Nintendo have been a little bit more relaxed with certain things. There was a lot of chat about how you know it's Ubisoft, and if Ubisoft were going to do an exclusive for Nintendo, they're going to want a little bit something back for the game that they're going to stick on there, mm-hmm. and that's obviously sticking Mario on the cover, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's as much as you can say on that. Yep. But go and go and find those screens because they're hilarious. <laughs> Right, uh, Far Cry 5 debut trailer came out. Um, and Absolutely stunning. Yeah, looks fucking well, wicked. I wouldn't say stunning. I mean, it looks stunning. really good. <laughs> it's not stunning. It really, it really, I know, you're David, you're going to rip into me for this, but I thought it really looked quite a lot like the most recent Ghost Recon, like the environment. Oh, like, you are fucking... Well, <laughs> no, you're insane. Um, the, you thought it looked like Wildlands. Yeah. It's, yeah, but, it, it but this a, will be good, James. So. Yeah, I know. I know. Obviously, there's going to be big differences, but you know, it just looked a little bit similar to me. You know, the, uh, I didn't thing. even get a hint of Wildlands. No, from that. I mean, neither. Sorry, not even a sniff of it. I got more of a hint um, of GTA than this than Wildlands. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it had a bit of GTA to yeah, it. It's, it's, it's yeah. with a bit in the trailer where there's Wildlands like the truck is a lot explosion. like GTA, Matt. It's it's really similar, like the way that the uh, that, uh, Wildlands I don't works. Know. I don't... It is. <laughs> uh, how, how much have you played it, Sean? Uh, a few hours. Exactly. It's it's. Oh. Did I not, yeah, did right, I not get, get into the good story? No, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. not. It doesn't get good. But it's what I'm saying is it's there is it there are good. No, there are similarities though between like uh, GTA like online and uh, Wildlands. There's okay. it's the structures are pretty. Similar. <laughs> is, it, is it that they both need PS Plus to play online? <laughs> They both use James. an internet connection. Yeah. James, when you're trying to defend a game, don't start with it. No, no, it doesn't get good. But <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't help. Well, it, you know, it never um, reaches heights, but, you know, it's, it's not awful. When I, mean, I watched the, tra- watch the trailer for this, and why, why I say it was stunning is that it got a reaction. Usually you watch a trailer and you go, like a teaser trailer like this, and you go, okay, next. And um, this got a reaction for me because yeah. every shot I was going... <sighs> Oh, this is going to upset people. You know, <laughs> it feels like it's got this sort of attitude to it that makes me think, "Oh, this game doesn't give a fuck about upsetting people because mm-hmm. that's what it's going to do." Like Already the is. shots of the American flag, mm. the you know the the Bible, you know all that sort of shit, the religious uh, stuff around it. This is going to be some interesting shit, yeah. in my opinion. Well, it's already upsetting um, people because the people who normally cry about you know oh, diversity's been rammed down our throats and then <laughs> far cry far cry 5 appears and it's like okay all the baddies are now white people and now they're going what no <laughs> you can't do that 
Um, so yeah, it basically, it seems to involve uh, taking down a sinister sort of Christian-esque cult, um, which is pretty interesting. I was also sat in Montana, which is like a massive um, Trump <laughs> place, isn't it? Right? I think it's like a yeah. Well, I seem so. <laughs> I mean, I. I just loved its swagger. I loved mm. its attitude, mm. and I loved the fact that it's not set in a fucking forest again. There is um, that. I'm really interested to see. Uh, I I can't wait for this. Yeah. I can't wait for. It. I mean, I've been a fan of Far Cry for for ages. Um, three was probably my favourite up until now. I didn't play two, which I understand is very good, but um, three it, was. It, yeah, it's it's probably my favourite, but it probably hasn't aged well either. No, no, I've heard I've heard yeah. exactly the same. Like, if yeah. I, I've missed my opportunity with that game, yeah. but um, three was probably my favourite. Uh, maybe primal, but four was uh, not as good, but still fucking excellent. Mm. So I am I am very much looking forward to this game. Yeah, I, I thought oh. the trailer was excellent. I, I and um, f- in terms of my history of the game, I loved three, and I but towards the end, I, I mean, I didn't even finish three. I got I got bored. It was it was great for the first few hours, and after that, I just gave up. Uh, four and primal. Mr. Banging sex scene, mate. <laughs> uh, what? Mr. Banging sex scene. Oh, yeah. no, okay, I'll go back to it. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll play it immediately after this uh, podcast. Um, the yeah, so a, a form primal didn't really do enough, and I thought obviously we knew Far Cry Five was coming, um, and I thought well, it's been another Far Cry game. I won't bother, but this trailer yeah, is really, really interesting. I wouldn't call it stunning, but I'm definitely, definitely interested in this game. Whereas prior to this trailer, I just wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't really interested in another Far Cry game. But mm-hmm. yeah, it definitely had vibes of GTA for me, especially you know, there's like a scene in the trailer where a truck explodes. It just felt a bit more bombastic than <laughs> than, 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 than other Far Cry games. There was also, people shooting. Yeah. It reminded me of GTA, and there was uh, a, a, very much like that. Also, to you, a game article it mentions that there's like there's uh, biplanes and stuff in the, uh, in mm. the main poster, so maybe we're going to be able to fly in the air this time, unlike previous Far Cry games. But yeah, it looks really good. I can't well, wait yeah, to see more you, E3. You were never able to fly an aeroplane, were you? It was only always hang gliding, wasn't it? Yeah, or well, helicopters. But still, that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I had time for that shit. Yeah. Right. I, okay. I, I mean, so Far Cry, it hasn't had has it had multiplayer before? It hasn't. Yeah. I mean, I know, Far Cry Four had co-op. Uh, co-op. Yeah. Okay. Right. Cool. I wonder if I wonder if how much this will be mm. like on, on online multiplayer as well, maybe like in GTA Online style. Yeah, yeah, such a ridiculous thing to say, and I hate it when people say it, but I'll say it. I hope they don't try and put deathmatch and shit in this. <laughs> don't need yeah. it. But there you go. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it will because it's like a good way to you know to make money because you know there'll be there'll be loot crates, no doubt. You can they'll probably some you maybe be able to buy cards. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do crowbar some sort of you know mm. uh, in app uh, you know sort of microtransaction led multiplayer in this game. But I, I'd like to see, you know a lot a co-op and potentially GTA Online style uh, sort of sandbox online multiplayer would be good. Mm. Okay, right, cool. nearly there. Uh, Xbox Game Pass is launching on the 1st of June. I I had no idea about this, and it sounds ace. <laughs> um, so this is basically your sort of Netflix-style subscription for your Xbox, and you just get access to a shitload of games. Um, that sounds pretty good to me. Seven ninety nine a month. That's all right, isn't it? It's not too bad. Well, I mean, it depends what, against... what's on it, doesn't it? Obviously, that's the... Yeah. Yeah. You're competing against the AI access, and right now that's twenty pound a year. That's, yeah, that's that's what I always forget because I, as as a non Xbox man, I forget that AI access is a thing. Um, yep. So and yeah. uh, that's directly who they're competing against. Yeah. Because you're thinking, well, 
But then saying that, if you don't like sports game, then EA Access really isn't something for you, is it? I mean, yeah, the majority true. of the games on that system are sport, yeah. sport yeah. games. And and the difference between this and, say, PlayStation Now is this, I like the fact that you basically pay and you download the games and you're not having to stream the games. Mm. So, yeah, the, 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 this is interesting, but I'm not going to pay another £8 a month for another subscription service. Yeah. Uh, sadly. Yeah, and, and I've got EA Access at 20 quid a year is brilliant. I've got that. I've, you know, I've other big titles that come out through the year. So I've not, this doesn't really do enough for me right now, but who knows in like a year or two, if they've, they've got a few hundred games and I might be willing to pay eight quid a month, but right now it doesn't yeah. really do enough for me. Is every time I mean, EA Access comes up and someone says, yeah, 20 quid a year. And I'm like, oh, I've misheard that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's, like, insa- it's insanely yeah, cheap. Yeah. And uh, I've said it before, I'll say it again, Sony's official line was it, was it doesn't offer the, um, what was it, the uh, value, the value for, money for money that our, <laughs> that our customers expect? Bollocks. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Right, I will say, well, okay. one thing about, you know, people keep saying the Netflix of games and, you know, that's, that, uh, that's something that's been banned around for a long time. But mm. for me, personally, the best thing about Netflix is the original content. So do, do, do yeah. you see... Uh, yeah, um, a time in the future where a game, something like Game Pass, or if Sony were to release like a or have announced something similar, that there will be potentially unique games just to these services, and that p- could be a way of getting people involved. I don't. Well, I mean, no, I don't see that. I, I not not in the near future, anyway. No, no, no. Um, I, I guess not. But I, it, I just think, I think like, the idea that would be interesting. That, yeah, because I guess the question is, would Netflix do Netflix originals if they were already selling other people's programs and making a profit on them do you know what i mean like it's it's so for for if xbox started doing this and going right you have to subscribe to our service people are like well okay well i won't buy the games then and it's so just be cannibalizing their own sales to an extent i think yeah Um, i'm not 100 percent. yeah i don't know sure it's the same sort of thing yeah but uh i don't know you never know where where, where this shit's going to end up so possibly um is anyone going to bother this with one no no, no. I, I mean, I've cancelled now my um, EA access simply because I just wasn't expensive. No, I, <laughs> I wasn't um, downloading and playing the games that were on there, and I just thought yeah, I've not really used it this year that much. Um, I still think it's a strong uh, service. I mean, as I said, like my old man, my old man said, um, "What, what, what console should I buy? I'm ready for a new console," and I said playstation 4 by playstation 4 and then the next day i rang him up and said actually i think you should get xbox and he said why and i said because then you buy xbox you buy ea access and that's all you'll need you'll never need to buy a game you just get last year's fifa you get a plus you know he loves sports games so the fact that you could just download an ice hockey game for free rather than gonna go and buy it from a shop or whatever it just it's perfect for him that's all he'll ever need uh mm. and you can't get on the, that on playstation it's mad but uh yeah i think it's a good system seller for the more casual gamer but i, I just for me i i I play new games as much often as I can, so it's, I found it to be actually quite useless this year. So I, I uh, unsubscribed. The best thing about EA Access is when they do the ten day, also the the ten hour free trial when yeah, say, like Assassin's comes trial. out all time for like the, yeah. that's mm. arguably the best bit about EA Access, and that's when I've used it the most. See, that, I that's think that's going to get more though, and more limited though. Because that's, that's, that's going to get that's the problem with like this thing from Xbox because. If if they were offering like new stuff, which as you said they're not going to do, 
like it's just old stuff, isn't it? And you can pick those up cheap anyway. Like Xbox games get really cheap very quickly. So why why go for this? Sort of I th- I suppose I suppose it's the convenience of just saying, Oh, I've got nothing to play. I'll just have a look on there and download a brand new game and not have to worry about it. Yeah, but it's like my house, let alone trying to every, find a deal. Every month you get like four, like four games anyway, like from Games with Gold or whatever. That it's, is true. They've been, they haven't been that great recently though. I, know, I mean, from Neva, Assassin's Creed Two, or whatever. <laughs> three. three was it? <laughs> oh, um, the it was. Uh, I mean, neither of them have been very good. Like. Uh, the PS Plus has been shit as well recently, so I don't know. I think those times are fading away now, uh, where we get. I mean, some of it. I remember when they, the the three six, uh, not the three sixty, when the you know PS three was trying to fight for its life. The 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 games we were getting for free on that service was insane. Mm. I mean, it didn't. You didn't even require it for online playing. We all still had it. It's mad. <laughs> um, Right, okay, cool. Next next story. Uh, last one, quick and slightly shit. Um, yeah, uh, IO Interactive, developers of Hitman, who you've mentioned before, are getting sold off by Square Enix, are letting staff go, um, which is bollocks, obviously. Whether it's just because Square Enix is saying, look, here's how much you can spend on salaries until we sell you, or whether it's them sort of, you know, trimming the fat to sort of make them a bit more of a yeah, prospect yeah. for whoever's buying them. Um, don't know, but it's just, yeah, it's just shit that they haven't been able to find someone to buy them and just crack on as they were. I just think it's mad that the amount of, like, as we say, it's the, you know, it's your echo chamber, it's your bubble, internet bubble. Mm. I, I've never seen so many people talking and loving one game and then to hear that they've, been let go was like what yeah. i thought this was going to be like hitman was going to be pushed all over the place now but uh it's just like yeah it's sort of obviously not a studio that's so well known for this one particular series that's had so many missteps and then they fucking nail it and it's then it ruins them like <laughs> that's not fair yeah. is it but they hope uh, sad yeah sad to see that go right okay should we get on to what we've been playing mm. let's I want to start, we should start with ARMS because there's been uh, an ARMS, what they call it, test punch? Yeah. Uh, who's who's played it? Me. I've played it, yeah. Yeah, but I, not I you, haven't. Matt. No, didn't get time. I thought you'd be all over this, Matt. I wanted to, but I went away for the weekend and then, I, I, I was actually, I, I, so I went away for the weekend and I've been busy and stuff. So I was like, okay, I've got to play it before the podcast tonight, seven o'clock, turned on tonight, realised it's not on tonight. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Back on next weekend, baby. I was like, Jill, I've got to play. She goes, yeah, you, you can play, you can play. And then, yeah. I was like, why is no one online? Oh, wait, it doesn't work. So, no, I, I missed I, out, I'll tell, tell you something, this, this hour-long stuff is is a bit annoying because the, the other um, thing we've been playing this week is uh, the new Everybody's Golf game. But, I mean, not to it, talk it's about so it. ridiculous <laughs> that we're not allowed to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, jeez, uh, uh, what a weird thing that was to come up. Um when you were signing up to the, the, the beta or whatever, but um, to be able to just switch that on whenever I wanted, I was like thinking, oh yeah, this is nice. I can test this out and have a little game of it or whatever. And with the, what's it, I, I wasn't able to get on either. And I was frustrated because I just thought, oh, I want to give it a go. But I mean, the, the, not the problem is, like, my a, life around like I get it from a stress test point of view, right? Because they want to try and focus like everyone playing at the same time. Um, so they can actually see how the network performs. So I, I get it 
from that point of view. I also, you know, people often also um, say, like, oh, yeah, but, you know, it's like make sure, like, you and all your mates all plan to play at the same time. But then you can't play with your mates. It's just random matchmaking. <laughs> so, 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 so so do that for the first few weekends, like a couple of weekends or whatever, and then have a day and where you can play all day yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, test out the fact that, that you know, it can last longer periods than yeah. just an hour or yeah. whatever, you know. Um, or if it is just an hour, maybe have more slots. I mean, because... I know yeah. it's different over here in the UK than it is in, say, America, but over here it was 1am to 2am, 1 o'clock in the afternoon to 2 in the afternoon, uh, or 7 to 8. I mean, I'm, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd love to do 1 to 2, but I, I, unlikely. And I, I, I mean, I'm just not going to be able to play like 1 in the afternoon on a weekend because, you know, I've got, got dad stuff to do, sadly. So, yeah, it's annoying, annoying for me, but I'm sure mm. everyone else had a great time. <laughs> you got you got you got to be practicing that Ollie, all exactly, that dad yeah. stuff. <laughs> Good, um, uh, so, um, I, okay. So on the first day, so I, um, I'd stayed up till like midnight and I was like, no, I'm going to go to bed. I'm not staying up for arms. That's fucking stupid. Oh, I'll just check my phone. Oh, it's 20 to one. Right. I may as well stay up for arms. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, turns out playing it at 1am when it's like 23 degrees, um, is not great. Um, (laughs) like I wasn't, I just wasn't clicking with it. I wasn't understanding what was going on. I was fucking sweating. Which is partly the temperature and partly my own woeful uh, health, but um, <laughs> but yeah, like actually standing and, and battering people for a while, it was actually like an incredibly mild workout. Um, but it was yeah, I just wasn't getting it. I was like, I don't think this is for me. Um, tried again the following afternoon and properly enjoyed it. Um, I think it maybe just because I was more awake and I was just thinking a bit more about what was going on, um, trying out different combinations of of arms and um, like I'm I'm not really getting the whole like sort of angling my punches in different ways and like twisting them around and stuff. I'm, I'm shit at that, so I just don't pick the arms where that's like a major thing. Um, there's like you know a couple of the characters like so there was what there was like. Six or seven characters to pick from, James, I think. I don't know if it yeah, was all right, of them yeah. or not. I can't remember. Um, but there's a fair few of them. And they, and they each had three arms to pick from. Um, everyone I used seemed to have pretty much the same setup where it was like normal fist, um, one with like a propeller on it that can do super curvy attacks. Um, and then one was like th- like three pronged, so it did like a wider, sort of weaker attack. Um, so I was shit at the windy attack, so I just didn't use the windy one. And that pretty much seemed to work like i'd sort of developed the strategy of using the the three-pronged one to sort of control space and distract them and then fucking do damage with the um the normal fist um and that pretty much seemed to work um also just getting used to like dodging pretty much all the time like it does tell you on the loading screens like here's how you dodge it is really important do it a lot um and yeah once i took that on board that helped a lot i don't know if i'm fully getting like what's it? like I'm I was basically just trying to batter the other person I wasn't so much like react like considering what they were doing and reacting to it because I know there's all sorts of you know clever counters and like oh if they go for a grab then just punch one of their fists and you'll be fine and, uh, I wasn't quick enough to really absorb any of that and react to it um I don't know did you do any better James or um kind of I mean you see <laughs> I played it I played it with the kids like right. quite a lot and um, I mean, they enjoyed it. They they thought it was really fun, particularly my son, who was, as I sent you that video, he's just flailing around. But he did actually win a couple of times. 
which was kind of which was kind of crazy. Isn't that quite damning of the game though? If (laughs) that's what he's doing in here, I did kind of feel. I mean, I I feel a. I don't know what I think about this game to be honest. I mean, because I don't want to be like a parody of myself and just say I hate it because I don't. It's just I'm glad that the demo exists because it made me kind of feel glad that I didn't buy it. (laughs) Because I'm not saying it's a bad game. It's just. It just didn't feel like it's for me, really. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really particularly enjoy it that much. I mean, the motion controls, I felt they're totally adequate. They work fine. The art design's nice. I don't know. I just don't find it that interesting to play. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't really enjoy it that much, yeah. is the problem. Did you try? Did you, feel, did you feel that you, you didn't find it that interesting to play because it wasn't interesting to play or because you were missing something? Maybe because I was missing something. I mean, we, we played it... At that event, didn't we? Yeah. And it didn't really. I enjoyed it more when we played it then than I did this time. Uh-huh. But maybe that's just because really? I was. Yeah. Well, maybe that's just because I was playing against like I was playing against you, Sean, mm. and it felt more like personal, like and more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas because I want to fucking batter yeah, you. Yeah. Felt like I could reach out <laughs> and punch you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas you know, like playing against just like random people felt nothing. Mm. You know, it it just didn't feel. I don't know. It didn't feel so enjoyable. Yeah, um, so, I mean, I mean, I mean um, how, how much have you guys played fighting games? And do you see? Can you see that there is a depth to this in much like other fighting games are? Yeah, um, it certainly feels okay. like there's depth. Um, but uh, I don't know. What do you think, Sean? I was going to say too hard to tell from just a couple of hours, really. Um, one of which was at one a.m., so I wasn't really paying attention. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I honestly don't know how this will sit with you know fighting game community and stuff. It'll be interesting to watch, I think. Um, but yeah, like I think just being able to play against your mates would have been a huge help. But mm. as, as I said, you know, it was just like just stuck you in a lobby. Uh, so cool things it does. Um, so it just puts you in a lobby and you can just push a button and go into practice mode. Like it's just instant, no loading, nothing. Um, that's really smart. And like as far as I'm aware, no like actual accomplished fighting games do that. Um, so that's cool. Um, I thought some of the the extra modes that seemed a bit gimmicky, like the volleyball one, I actually thought that was pretty good fun. It's fucking hard mm-hmm. though. Um, yeah, that that was the one that my son couldn't do. Okay, <laughs> flailing <laughs> around didn't work with, with that one. <laughs> um, but then there was like, so there was uh, three player matches, so one v one v one, and then there were two v two matches, and I didn't think either of those worked. Um, no, I didn't know you were like an. The, the okay. two versus two is weird because you're kind of you're stuck to the other person like an elastic band. Yeah, and also I found it difficult to try and figure out. You know, like you know, like you sort of are locked on to somebody. I couldn't yes. kind of figure out how I was supposed to change to another person. If Me I wanted neither. To. I have no idea yeah. what that was about. It, like it seemed to switch sometimes, but I don't know what I was doing to to trigger that. And it wasn't mentioned in the tutorials or anything. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really feel like they worked. Like and the the two on two battles. It's not like, so in something like, um, For Honor, there was 2v2 battles, but the game was designed so that when it, when there's two people against one, it actually makes it a bit easier to defend against, so you'll focus on one player, but it's easier to defend against the one you're not focused on. And then you build up a meter and then you can do a big attack and, and everything's fine again. So it gives you that tool to get that, that comeback, even though you've lost your partner and you're outnumbered. Whereas with this, it was like, as soon as one person's gone, that's, you may as well end the match. Like it was just pointless carrying on. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So that wasn't great. But no, just pure... it, Does it have like a tag team mode? Because that seems perfect for this sort of game. Not that I'm it aware of. No. No. Yeah. Oh man, I'd love that. Yeah. Like, th- th- that seems like a really good way of playing online mm. with your friends. So mm. two on two, but but tagging out and stuff. Yeah. Maybe you got to punch your tag team and he comes in like halfway through. That could be <laughs> fucking good. Yeah. I mean, like I said, um, like normal 1v1 matches, I was properly enjoying by the end. It was just the, mm-hmm. the larger ones I just didn't get at all. I just think this could be so much better if they had have done something so you could play it with, with friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. That, cause that's where it feels this, this, this works. Yeah. Playing with randoms, I just didn't feel it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Cause often fighting games work really well when you like, you've got two people who are mates but are both learning the game but they're learning each other and they're like as you're and you know you're both sort of learning bits and changing the way you play and mm-hmm. and constantly adapting to each other and that's like a really cool and fun way of of learning a game like this but yeah when it's just endless people none of whom you've ever met and like no one else really knows what they're doing either you know it's not like you can get beaten by someone and think ah oh, well that was really interesting because they did this and and they did that on purpose and i understand it because everyone's just flailing pretty much at this point um so it's hard how, to know um, how how in depth it goes i guess how um how how responsible are the joycon and and, and oh, how do you think yeah, to say uh, we we uh, yeah we we games uh yeah That's definitely like, better though yeah, yeah i i was absolutely fine using the motion controls um like i say i'm, Did I'm no good at play curbing. handheld mode uh i didn't i wasn't yeah, i wasn't actually sure if that because I know that's in the game, but I, it, in the tutorial, it makes no mention of like, oh, and you can use the buttons if you want. So I assume I've that heard that, that there are some moves you can't do in handheld yeah. mode. Well, I don't know how you would um, curve your your punches, I guess, in in handheld mode. That's the only thing I can't think. And and also, it did, like I find it a little bit not. No, I I fully understand why this wouldn't be in the game, but to be able to not play a version of it with you know one Joy-Con per player. Mm. Because it would have been great to just like have a bash around with Harry and just, but otherwise I've got to spend a fucking fuck ton of, ton of money on controllers <laughs> yeah. to be able to do that, which is a bit frustrating. Yeah. Um, yeah, seems seems like a weird one. One of the things that I think is wildly overlooked when it comes to the praise for Rocket League is the fact that you can play. It's a very competitive game, but you can play it alongside friends rather than against them every time. Sure, yeah. So it would be nice to have that sort of cooperative element um, but then we don't even know what the online system's going to be like when this game comes mm-hmm. out officially when's the next one is it this weekend coming I think so yeah Yeah. are you all going to be try- are you going to be trying it again Sean and uh, I'll definitely James? give it another go like I'm not like I enjoyed it but I'm not like fuck yeah when's it out is my 50 you're not quids. buying it uh, I'll, I'll wait for the reviews I think yeah see that, that's the thing it's like I, I want to play some more but 50 quid mm. and I, I couldn't justify that for this it, it doesn't it's feel a lot of money yeah in terms mm. of like um, right. you saying you're playing with Harry it'd be pretty cool if you, there was a mode where one of you had the left the left arm and one of you had the right arm so you, <laughs> well, so you surely that's, like, just, the say, that's mode, just the game it? I guess you could just I do that could, yeah. <laughs> but, 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 yeah. I don't know yeah I suppose you're right yeah it looks interesting I'll, I'll definitely wait for reviews and I'm hope, I'll hopefully be able to give it a go next weekend yeah yeah I love playing that console with that boy. The, today, right, it was obviously bank holiday, weren't at work. Joe had loads of stuff to do. So I built a fort out of chairs and sheets and we sat and played Mario Kart underneath it. It was the, in his bedroom. It was the <laughs> fucking best thing ever, honestly. Uh, just that console, I fucking love it. Right, okay. Uh, sorry, uh, cool. one, one more question. Is, does this game have um, uh, the uh, Rumble, uh, HD Rumble? Could you feel that? Or Oh, um I didn't Probably notice did, anything 
Yeah, I didn't notice it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> it was doing stuff, but nothing that made me go, oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Not I, totally I, I, haven't felt, I haven't played, um, I, have, I haven't got like that, I haven't got a mini game collection, but uh, apart from that, I, I mean, I haven't had like a good um, uh, HD Rumble moment at all but since having mm. a Switch. I guess you've got to have, um, you know, there's not many of them. Tumble Seeds made the best use of it for me so far. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really noticeable on that. Um, fun part, it works, but uh, only in very sort of specific moments where you think, ooh, that yeah. feels punchy. And considering Matt's got PSVR, it. I couldn't, like, honestly tell him you should get the Switch version of Thumper. Like, the PSVR, no. having it in PSVR is, like, the best reason to not get the Switch version, so... Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like if you've got PSVR version, but get in terms it. Of like, in terms of HD Rumble, it feels like it's just one, two Switch right now that's got any sort of cool use of it. Yeah. Well, and Tumble Seed. I, th- I, I, gen- I genuinely think that, that works well with um, mm. HDR. Uh, HDR have uh, Rumble HD whatever. HD There's Rumble. too many words and fucking letters. Get rid of <laughs> okay. Some. Anything else, Sean? Uh, that's it from me. Yeah. Is that all you got on your list as well, James? Yeah, I've got something else I'm playing, but it's a review thing, so yeah. Oh yeah. What? Just Maybe. drop that in. Fucking hell. Can't, was yeah. there an embargo in place, or you just? It is. Yes. Yeah. No, it, have it, you signed it, an NDA? I was going to say, J- James can't mention it in case uh, that website nicks it. So, I need uh, to check. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell us what it is, right? James. I need to check my contract. To see, to see you what can it tell is. us what you're playing. It's um, Town of Light. It's, oh, yeah. Um, right, okay, gotcha. But it's the PS4 version. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, they've been released on that. James, you sure said Crackdown 3 then. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a good point. Yeah. I've been playing um, Seasons After Fall, which is. I believe, I haven't done my full research on it yet because I'm still playing it and um, writing up my review at the moment. Um, I believe it was released before, it's only just come out on PS4, right? but I don't think it's the first launch of the game. I think it might have been out on PC. Yeah, it came out uh, last, a little last while, September. While back. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so it's, it's sort of just a re-release, really. It's a, a side-scrolling platform game that has pretty graphics and funky music, and we know how much Sean likes them. Yeah, boy. Um, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful game to look at. Um, it's got some interesting things to say about the environment. It takes a while to get there, um, but it's it's uh, superbly voice acted throughout. It mm. looks gorgeous. Uh, it has some really neat ideas. So, the, the you know, as with these games, they're, they're um, sort of a side-scrolling platformer, but they have a gimmick that sort of drives it and the gimmick in this one is that you can control the seasons and switch it from summer to winter spring um uh, while you're playing um initially when you're playing it my my first fear was actually they're not playing into the theme at all so there'd be a tree with a leaf on it and it's droopy and you turn it to spring and then it goes upright and you can jump on it and use it as a platform and that just felt like actually this is not taking advantage of changing seasons this is just you come across this thing this only works in this season you switch to that season now it works and you move on and i'm thinking this isn't like doing anything clever with this yeah like that's just just, that's just pushing a button to change a thing that's exactly what it is there might as well be a big red button (laughs) on that underneath that leaf that you press and then the leaf goes up you know it's but but the further you go into it, the more interesting it does get. Like, um, I mean, a bit of a spoiler, but who's worrying about spoilers in this? Like, one of the puzzles was there's a lake 
and uh, you come across these bugs that explode and um, I was trying to work out what the fuck was going on with this lake. I didn't know what to do. So um, I changed it to autumn, chugged, uh, like chased the bug down into the lake, then changed it to winter and it froze the lake. And then I barked near the, because you're controlling this fox. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you about the control and what you control in a minute. But you, um, and then you bark near this, this bug, it explodes and actually explodes that like cracks the whole lake up and there's a whole level underneath it. And I thought, that's clever. What's that done is played with the elements through the seasons and it's worked. A good puzzle. There's not really enough of that. But I still think it does enough to get away with it. Um, and as I say, later on, it it does some pretty cool stuff with, uh, you know, rain and snow and, you know, whatever. Uh, you control this spirit thing. It's like they referred to as little seed throughout the game. Mm. Um, and the spirit takes uh, control of a fox and you're essentially just playing as a fox throughout. Although, you know, the idea is you're not actually the fox. And that plays into the story later on. There's a point behind that. Um there's just one problem with this game because I, 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 it did surprise me. Initially, I wasn't impressed, and the more I played it, I liked, I liked it more. But there's sort of a, an overriding theme to my criticism for this game, and that, that's um, that everything feels uh, off pace. So when it comes to controlling the fox, it feels like whenever you press X, he jumps slightly like a few milliseconds after you press it Mm. and that becomes frustrating when you're switching between elements which again takes a little bit too long like i would loved it if it was just one button press boom it's spring Mm. one button press but it doesn't do that it sort of raises them up and then the screen wipes and then you drop back down the whole process takes literally about three or four seconds but it feels like three or four seconds too long the amount you're asked to switch seasons you know like it wants you to switch them you know you could switch four or five times in a single puzzle and it feels like you know those three or four seconds it takes to do so sort of stack up and by the end of it you're like and you know sometimes you'll switch to the wrong one by accident and think oh for fuck's sake um but more frustratingly is that there'll be a sort of climbing puzzle so you'll jump to one platform you switch you jump to another, you switch to another season, you jump to another, you switch to another season, and then you'll go to jump, but because of the delay in the jumping, you, you feel like you should be um, precise, you drop down to the bottom, and you've got to go through that whole process God, again. That sounds awful. And it's kind of like, oh, fuck's sake. Yeah, there's that stuff. There's also um, problems with loading. Loading takes far too long uh, between screens, and um, and I suppose when it comes to, you know, it's... It's a weird thing to complain about, right? But this is a side-scrolling indie um, that feels like an artistic platforming game. And when I talk about its pacing and its problems with, uh, you know, being delayed all the time and, you know, sort of a bit sluggish for everything it does, that sort of plays into the fact that this was released last year. Mm. Because there was a point where a game like this would come out and blow people's socks off. Because we hadn't seen what, how far technology had come. So, like, like, so we all loved side-scrolling platform games, and then 3D games come out, and that was it. All we got were 3D games, and then it took a long while for someone to go, "Let's go back to 3D puzzle platforming and see what we can do." And then they did that, and it was like, 
uh, sorry, yeah. 2D, um, yeah, p- p- puzzle platform, yeah. see what they can do. And you're like, shit, yeah, technology has stepped forward. You couldn't do this back then. Mm. Look at this. Like, they messed with time. They messed with, you know, uh, perspective. It was, like, really fresh. And although this game is full of unique ideas, that has been done to death so much mm. uh, over the past, you know, five, six, m- maybe a little bit longer years that you're kind of like, it needs to be special. You know, it needs to be inside to stand out. And this isn't that. This isn't inside. This is a very competent, very good um, puzzle platformer. Um, but it doesn't do anything that will make it stand out in, in what's weirdly become this sort of saturated market, um, which is a shame. I, I would say if you're a big fan of puzzle platformers, I would give it a go um, uh, because I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, but there's enough there to stop me from saying this is really very good and you should absolutely play it. You know what I mean? There's a difference between me talking about this game and me talking about Inside. Mm. Uh, and although this is not a bad game uh, overall, it just fails to hit those sort of highs and, and, and make me and sort of blow my socks off like those earlier, uh, you know, those earlier 2D mm. platformers did. How much have you played this game so far? How how long have you played it for? Four or five hours, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. So 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 it's a fairly decent link for an indie title. Yeah, and it seems to be going on for a lot longer than I thought it would be. There's a main goal that you're working towards when you first start playing the game. I'm past that goal and thinking, okay, this seems to be asking me to do a lot more. So uh, yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it's a, a, a short, quick play. Uh, it's, there's more to it than that. Mm. It's a shame, mm. isn't it? Because it's like you say, there was so there was this whole sort of I don't know, backlash isn't the word, but yeah, sort of three D had sort of taken over, and then you know suddenly indie developers are like, well, hang on a minute, let's fucking let's just do two D stuff again and see where else we can go with it. And all these interesting and excellent games came out, and you know there was this sort of this whole sort of renaissance around that. And but now we're at a point where people are still doing that, but we're like. Is this fucking amazing? No? Right, well, I'm, yeah, not, I'm, yeah, oh, I'm bored yeah. of it then. <laughs> well, that's why I said it was kind of a shitty thing to say. Yeah, no, it is. But it's... Had this game come out, you know, during the 360 era, mm. I think it would have been, it would have got a better reception. Yeah. Um, or I would, I would have appreciated it a lot more. Yeah. But you can't step away from that. Yeah, it's and just I think become it's the same with... so saturated that... Yeah, unless like what you've done is absolutely exceptional, it's very easy to get lost. I think it is. Mm. It is. Um, but but there are people that are fans of this type of game, mm-hmm. and I would say yeah, definitely check it out because there's enough there to like. Like the the as I say, the voice acting is fantastic. The story is really uh, getting interesting. It starts off a bit oh, this is a bit twee and a bit shit, and then it gets interesting. And I think mm-hmm. it's got a lot to say. Um, and I think, that, I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. Some of the animation is stunning. Um, the, the, it's all, it looks like an oil painting. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks like it's all been hand-drawn and um, and it really comes across well. Like, it looks incredible. Uh, but that is just not enough for me to turn around and say, buy this game, it's fucking amazing. Because uh, it hasn't got that sort of X factor. Yeah, I've, I've, just, watched a bit, a I've just watched a bit of a trailer and it does look absolutely gorgeous. It looks great. Why are you watching a bit of trailer when we're recording a show? So I can ask you a relevant question to the game I've never heard of before. All right, well, let's hear this question. Go on. I think I did. Did I ask you one earlier? 
How, how, no, I've asked my relevant question. You asked how long it was, and what, what was that? Because uh, you watched the trailer, was it? Uh, is that is that the sort of genius you come up with when you're watching YouTube during recording? Right. Absolute fucking waster. Right, okay, uh, that's me. I, I thought it was important <laughs> to actually see what this game's about, not just um, go from your, your description. That's fine, just don't do it while we're recording. Actually, well, if to I be fair... After, I think I love that Sunday matter of saying, he's talking shit, lads. He doesn't have a fox in it all, he's just bollocks. He's not even played it. He's- <laughs> yeah. Rumbles, mate. Um, to be fair, Matt, I I'm having a pop at you there, but you you tend to get away with doing that sort of stuff. James, not so much. He just he starts cracking up to himself. <laughs> he can't get the next sentence. <laughs> those those videos were very funny. Like a lot of those. <laughs> How can she slap James? <laughs> uh, it, was the one, it was the one with the horse that that did me in. It was <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Cool. Um, Matt, yes. you're, the, you're the last one on the list. Last and certainly least. I've been basically playing nothing this week but i have played a little bit of pez on ios which is out now <laughs> so they've 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 taken pro evolution soccer the game we we know and love and they've absolutely mobilized the fuck out of this game um there are has he got hang on, hang on Matt, has current... he got what's that has he got in-app purchases you better believe there's in-app oh, purchases of course it has. <laughs> it's free. what do you so think they're gonna it, do it's, just... a free, it's a free play version of uh of of pez uh we all know what pez is um and when I started playing the game, it took about ten minutes to actually play football because there's like a billion menus, a million things you got to like sign. It is classic Pez, and that there's as soon as I downloaded it, there was like an update. Like a, it didn't say data pack update, whatever, whatever the one on the console says, but there was like something else to download, and you, you got you put like you have to put your name in. It it doesn't give you any guidance and support on what you're actually doing straight away. You have you're having to fill these things in. Um, select players and agents and scouts and managers, and it doesn't ever. Yeah, explain. Matt. While, you, while you're talking about that bit, the, that's the bit that weirded me out. When I was doing that stuff, I was thinking it was saying, "What's your name? What's that?" And I go, "Okay, right. I'm the manager of this team, so I will do this." It goes, "Right, hire a manager for the team." Yeah, and <laughs> that, that's the weird thing. Who am I? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really weird. But, I mean, but I mean, straight away it asks you to name your team, and and, and not just like choose a team. Well, you can choose a team, but then it says name your team so it knows straight away unlike on the consoles where you're playing as you know uh, manchester blue or, or whatever they're called um it just asks you straight away just to rename your team uh, which i think is nice but yeah you give yourself a name and then it asks you to, to get a manager which is totally bizarre um th- th- um but after a while you can actually get into the game this oh yeah yeah so this game does not support you at all it says what control method do you want do you want advanced or regular you choose advanced it doesn't tell you what advanced is it doesn't tell you. It doesn't tell you how to do anything in the game. So I went. It back does to, do that. Uh, it does. Well, it has that menu. But if you go back to the I settings, start, I started the game and did a very lengthy tutorial mission on the advanced controls. Oh, okay. I might have skipped that. You and must have skipped that. And now yeah. I go to settings. It just says advanced or basic and doesn't tell me what differences or what they actually mean. <laughs> so that that's brilliant. Uh, but what, what, what? So what is advanced controls? Because I've done basic and it's basically had all the buttons on screen and it was really unintuitive. Right. So basic, yeah. Basic is the on-screen, um, you know, keyboard D-pad thing, and all yeah. that sort. Of sh- yeah, yeah. Um, the keyboard, the um, the advanced controls is like you sort of swipe left for them to run. You sort of swipe the way you want them to run, and then you can double tap to the right of the screen to make them pass. Uh, and you can sort of swipe towards the goal to angle a shot and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's it's basically those sort of you know those um, 
games that you got where you recreate a goal using your iPhone and it's all like swiping controls. It feels a little bit like that. Didn't they try that in FIFA as well? And it was similarly not that great. I can't remember. I just played D-pad on that. Mm. I mean, on this, I've only only played like two matches. I played them both with the the on-screen buttons and... uh, I mean, it's okay. I think it looks wise. It looks looks fine. I mean, I do remember playing that FIFA game on mobile and think it looks okay. Uh, this has got full commentary you can download, which I thought I was quite impressed with. The fact that it's actually got commentary and doesn't seem the, a million the, the miles away from the console version. It comes up at, the funny thing with that is that it comes up at the start and goes, um, for a more realistic experience, download the PES commentary. No, the PES commentary has never made it more a realistic experience. <laughs> Some of the shit that stuff comes out with. Jim Beglin's more back. More of the same, please. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah, Beg- Beglin's back. Um, I haven't heard any Big more J. of the same. But uh, yeah, I mean, I-, I was quite impressed with the fact it had, uh, had, uh, had commentary. Yeah, just like yeah, any again, FIFA, mobile... Again, FIFA had that as well, but yeah. Okay, just like any big free-to-play game this has got <laughs> it's got three different types of currency you can go into a shop and you can spend up to 100 pounds on the in-game currency if you want to buy the <laughs> um the the, the, the magic star my club coins uh my club coins are, are something else it's something you can use to buy players uh there's obviously a stamina but a stamina bar which, which runs down uh and there's some other some other um uh, currencies as well it, it's just this game does seem to have a lot of options there's like there's various events which can which are which are timed events you do them for for new players it also seems like this game is very much geared towards you uh creating or or um earning a a, a decent roster of different players and then you select those into into your team so this isn't so this is, you... hang on hang on so this is ultimate team again they're just Basically, it, it, ripping it off FIFA like as well. Yeah, so I, I've got like an a, I've bought, I've got an agent and a scout, and then um, the scout got me, it allowed me to select one of these players. There's also these, um, if you if you hit certain achievements, uh, it then gives you like a lucky spin to to potentially get a decent player, just like silver players, gold players. But it feels like you're just you're constantly earning or trying to uh, earn and 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 receive good players to then put them into your team. You can also. Um, sell players and buy players in the auction um if if you get better agents um and you get that through, through achievements and through progressing in the game those better agents can get you better quality players so this feels like it's it's a bit of a hero, a bit of a hero game as well you're actually just building up a building up a team uh, but it's you're not just playing as the team you've selected but that's just the name of the team for actually it's all the players you're earning uh, throughout playing this game um i'm definitely gonna keep playing hold on it. if you're if if you're Setting scouts and hiring players and mm-hmm. doing all that sort of stuff, but you're also hiring a manager. What I mean, I, I don't know who I am. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> you're the director of football. There you are. You're, yeah. you're the Neil Warnock. As I said, it, it's, got, it's got events, and if you and, and these are timed events, and if you do it, you, you'll get certain certain bonuses. Uh, it, it's got a big sort of calendar of upcoming events. Uh, in terms of licenses, it's got Champions League license, so you can play those games. And teams like Liverpool and Barcelona, they, those have one the correct names of the teams, but also all the correct players. Um, whereas you still got other 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 you know piss poor naming conventions. Um, yeah, I'm going to keep playing uh, it just because I... it's quite fun. Uh, the, the, the few matches I have played. Can I ask you a question, Matt? Go for it. How much money have you spent? <laughs> so nothing so far. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going <laughs> to. So play. far, it, not ruling it out. <laughs> no, uh, it, I mean it, it's no Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, 
but yeah, so far... Sounds exactly like it, though, to be fair, Matt. It, it does, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think only because I've played so much Fire Emblem Heroes, I can see those same sort of mechanics in every other game. I mean, there, there is a bit of gacha in the fact that there's like that random spin to get gold or silver players, but uh, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I, I do remember liking FIFA ages ago, um, and this seems okay. It sounds cool. like exactly the same as FIFA, to be honest. Like, they, they want, like, Konami obviously wants some of that Ultimate team money, don't they? Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. So that's why they're yeah. you know. I'd love I, to see how far they go to melt people's minds about what your actual role is at this football club. <laughs> you could give like half time team talks and then like hand over to the manager afterwards. <laughs> like the team are just sitting there going, The fuck is that guy? I used the guy that hired me, but this, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just so weird. It's so weird. I've also played some other racing game, uh, some other iOS game, sorry, this week called Built for Speed. I'm not sure if you've seen it. It's been heavily advertised mm. on, on the App Store this week. It, it, it's it's um it's a top-down uh, isometric racer. I can't remember the name. There's a few on Mega Drive, which I used to love, and it's very similar to that in that you, you're, the camera isn't behind the, it's behind the car, but it's just above it. And, uh, yeah, I, I can't, it's, it's a really good game. I'm not sure if anyone else has uh, played it or even bothered playing it this week. I've not. never even heard of it. Built for Speed, yeah, I, no. I, I recommend it from what I played. It's good fun. I'll have a look. Right, okay, uh, that's what we've been playing this week. Um, let's get on to questions. James, uh, is this your time to shine, my friend? I'm well excited. I've got a massive long one to read like, right at the beginning, <laughs> so this is going to be fun. Um, can I just say, uh, computer games, if you're listening, there's a sample there of James saying, I've got a massive long one. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We've if not heard wanna, from him for a while. I hope if he's you working wanna, on that. Okay, I'm going to try again. If you want to email us, it, it's wanna... show at gmail.com. Uh, the first person who's emailed us is uh, Tom Durbin, and he says, Evening all, I thought I'd write in to say that I share a common experience with David's son, that of being watched over at night by a spooky man in a hat. Let oh, me elaborate. God. A number of times during the, last, during the past years, I've woken up from my slumber to be greeted with a startlingly vivid uh, hallucination. For a few seconds, I experienced pure, absolute terror, often shouting out loud as I flail around from my light switch. As soon as the room is illuminated, the images disappear. The fear subsides and I calmly go back to sleep. I've known the visions to take various different forms, including a spaceship-like object hovering across my room and a small creature scurrying over my bed. The most common sight, however, has been that of a human figure, or figures, always in silhouette, standing and watching me. Oh, once, fuck off. <laughs> once, some years ago, I woke up to see a tall man standing at the door wearing a brimmed hat, perhaps the same entity that visited David's son that night. My brief horror awakens the two students I was sharing a room with at the time, who became quite understandably concerned when I asked them, can you see that man in the hat? One night, more recently, when I had just moved into a house with some new people, I was joined by a couple of shadowy individuals. In my half-wakened state, I instinctively screamed loudly, no, 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 no. And my housemates genuinely thought I was being murdered. Perhaps the most terrifying experience was when I awoke and saw someone standing at the end of my bed, perfectly still. After a few moments, the figure suddenly leaped towards me, and in self-defence, I kicked at it with both my legs. The hallucination was so strong that I could physically feel the collisions as I repeatedly struck the creature until it vanished. Anyway, I've looked into it and apparently it's a legitimate medi uh, medical phenomenon that's been documented as far back as medieval times. But I guess there's always the possibility it's an actual demonic activity, in which case I may well be fucked. 
Thankfully, it doesn't really happen to me anymore. Perhaps the creatures have left me in favour of a small boy who likes Mario Kart. Or perhaps you're not a student anymore and taking drugs every night, because <laughs> that's what I do, in it? Oh, maybe it's a real de- demon and not all this shit I'm pumping into my system. You dr- you're fucking druggy. Um, on another note, right, on a similar note, because I don't want to talk about that. It's horrific. It um, is. What was the, what's the worst you've woken up from a nightmare? Or what, what's happened? Or what, have you ever had any really bad experiences waking up from a nightmare? You. So I generally don't remember my dreams, right? Um, and I'd been living with my wife for about a year at this point and like she always she remembers loads of her dreams and she always found it really weird that i've never like she, she just saw it as like i just didn't want to talk about them because she's like surely you remember your dreams i was like no honestly <laughs> because you're living a minute yeah, yeah, exactly. game show yeah. um so one night i had a dream that i was being attacked by a swan and i started kicking it and then it turned out i was kicking in real life and got woken up uh, by my wife who's like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> so me so you know we've been going out about seven years at this point and she's like what the fuck was that and i was like oh sorry i was having a dream where a swan was attacking me so i started kicking it <laughs> she's like i waited seven years for this that's the that's that's the only dream you've had <laughs> <laughs> what a letdown yeah shite. um i had one where i uh dreamt that i was laying in bed right so that was fine. And uh, Joe pulled out a knife and she started stabbing me in the chest. Oh. And all I know is that I woke up on my knees crying, tears, like pure tears, like pleading with Joe for my life. And she was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was sort of like, I have no idea. <laughs> like, it, was the, it was so, I, I don't know what was going on. I just woke up face covered in water pleading for my life <laughs> on my knees i was on my knees outside the bed I had a, it was very bizarre i had a nightmare once where i was just walking through some woods and then just something invisible just sort of knocked me on the floor and i couldn't get up and then I just heard like weird chattering voices behind me like getting closer and closer and then i like and then as i woke like as i woke up new was like shit are you all right so i must have shouted or something um but yeah, I think that's the worst, probably. Do you I've get the, do you get those like sort of half dreams where you sort of like suddenly flinch? Um, yeah, I get one. You must get them. Yeah. Everyone gets them. Like yeah, with people always talk about like falling dreams, and before you wake yeah, up, yeah, yeah, falling dreams, and that's because your had... your blood pressure is really low, and your body's going shit. Probably going to die if, unless I fucking kick. <laughs> I have one of those right yeah. um, where I was playing football. And mm-hmm. my mate Mark Wickens was the other side of the football pitch and he was surrounded by players and he had the ball. Mm. And I was so, I was in so much space mm. right in front of goal. I'm thinking, pass me the fucking ball, pass me the fucking ball. And all of a sudden I just went, Wickens, which I actually did that in real life. I put my hand up and shouted, Wickens. I was on a bus, Sean. I'd fallen asleep on a bus. It's <laughs> <laughs> half the people, they just saw me go, Wickens. <laughs> Everyone looked at him and went, oh no, he's on drugs. <laughs> Call the police. Yeah, and I was arrested. Anyone, any other dream or nightmare stories? No, you two no. boys a bit quiet. No. Nope. Good, great. Uh, next question. Okay. Luke Baldwin says, hey lads, I would love to see Rocket League 2 have a straight up kart racer mode. Those physics in a kart racer with power-ups could be excellent. Uh, obviously keeping the standard football mode. I can't think of any other way they could justify a full sequel. He's right. I mean, the physics in that game are completely underrated. It feels great, but who's going to play it? 
you'd play it once and go, okay, that's a little racer thing and just be a complete waste of time for everyone, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what they could do in a secret. I mean, I'd like to see golf, as I mentioned last week. Um, but if they could just keep creating those emotes, but is that not going to dilute what makes, the, what makes the original mode so good? Well, I wouldn't. I don't think so because the, the the new modes they've already bought out, they've barely diluted what Rocket League is. I suppose you can you can easily you know? ignore them as well. I mean, I, I played that. We played the ice hockey one once, and then don't see it now because we don't go in those playlists. No, and I played that drop shot one a few times, but I mean, if I'm playing Rocket League, I'm playing Rocket League. Like that's 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 it. Yeah, I mean, they, they, um, it, it, they don't have to change. It, it's an incredible mode. It's like you know, Tetris had loads of other, other modes, but Tetris is still everyone still wants to play the original Tetris, and that's I think that's the same with Rocket League. That they, they can keep doing all sorts of stuff to it, but fundamentally, that that you know, the, the original mode is just to be the best forever. Yeah, but that's the, I mean, not to shoot him down too much. I mean, there's no point in not trying, but at the same time, I just. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things that a game's like, hey, you could do this and this now, and you'd play it once and go, okay, should we play Rocket League now? It's, uh, yeah, I, I, could, I think it'd be a massive waste of time, but there you go. Okay, cool. Okay, Ms. Rangers says, uh, hello to the king and his minions. With E3 soon upon us, as uh, what one thing could be announced that would make your E3? Uh, so that's the first thing. So what do you think? Uh, I've got an answer. New Armored Core, mate. Come on, this is the year. No one knows what From Software are up to. It's probably Bloodborne too, but New Armored Core. Mm. Do you think um, they get announced, Sean, this year? Bloodborne. Uh, I yeah, because it's been too long since we've heard what From are up to, apart from some lackluster Dark Souls three DLC. So yeah, there's, there's got to be something from them, even if it's just a teaser. Uh, the answer is, of course, Left 4 Dead 3. There needs to be Left 4 Dead 3. Um, that would make my E3. Definitely. So, just Left 4 Dead 3, done. Yep. That's it. That's all I need for me to just go, that's the best E3 ever. I just want one thing. I want Animal Crossing on Switch. That's all oh, I want. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Play Animal Crossing on 3DS. It'd be the same thing. <laughs> no, it would not, David. I want Animal Crossing on, on Switch. That's all I it want. It would be the same thing. It would not. It would. When have those games ever changed? Yeah, but then you can say exactly the same thing about Left 4 Dead 3. You can just say it's shooting zombies. It's the same well, thing. At, le- at least... The, the, no, but it wasn't, though. They introduced loads of we- new weapons and new enemies, yeah, completely and new levels. Animal Crossing, they'll introduce new stuff to doing that as well. That, well. Like, what? Instead of catching bugs, you'd be collecting leaves or some shit. That game was dog shit. You oh, know it. don't, don't know start it. that. Because <laughs> that, that's really going to piss me off. Because... I'll, I'll allow you to have the typewriter and stuff like that, right? But you're not digging out Animal Crossing. Why not? That just it's, makes me fu- angry. it's the same fucking shit every bloody time they bring one of those stuff out. It's boring. It's just boring. No, James, boring if they announce new Animal Crossing for Switch, and they almost certainly will at this E3, like, I mean, if it's exactly the same as the others, are you going to buy it, or do you feel like it needs to have something fundamentally different for there to be a new version? I absolutely would buy it. I don't care. To be honest, whether it's the same as whether it's similar to before, I know I'm part of the problem with that. But I just really like it. It's just something I enjoy doing. But James, having no, listen, what? having said that, definitely they're going to add more stuff to it because New Leaf has evolved like over the time that it's been out, and they've added more stuff to it as it's what gone have they on. Added? 
they added a whole there was a whole update that came out. Don't you remember that weird video that there was? Yeah. You know, with the, yeah, with what, the guy around no, the campfire. I'll ask you a question. What have they updated? They added like uh, like daily tasks and stuff like that, like things you could do. That was oh. one of the things they added. They also yeah. no, fuck off. This is ridiculous, what, what, right? Just because, just because I happen to enjoy this kind of stuff, right? And it's not like okay, you you're if I started slagging off like say Destiny and saying, oh yeah, okay, you just have to do stuff like you have to collect things. Or, you know, you've got to shoot a certain amount of people. You're fine with that. But just because it's something, like, a little well, bit no, different... I would I would say, well, no, actually, Destiny's got all these nice mechanics that they, they introduce. I'm asking you, explain. You've just said it gives you daily tasks. What are you doing a daily task? Collect bugs, is it? Is it collect bugs? No. Is it, it could fishing? be It could be, like, decorate, you know, like, your room in a different way or whatever, a different oh, style. Different <laughs> Look, just because listen, room. just because you don't enjoy that kind of stuff, and you you don't, you know, why do you have to like slag everyone else off for it? I tell you why I've got to do that because I get reactions like this out of you, James. <laughs> oh, fuck you're, off. you're far too predictable. Um, Animal Cross is bullshit, and whether it's announced or not at E3 this year, and they show anything or don't, we're going to tell you it did. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to deal with that, my fuck son. <laughs> I'm not going to believe you anyway. Whatever you say, it's, I know it's all going Which to be Which is bollocks. brilliant, because if it's real and it was announced, you're not going to believe it. <laughs> but even if it's not announced, you're just going to be like, well, well, so what? It's just on the phones now. We're going to go, yep. And you're going to go, no. No, that can't be it. <laughs> Matt, I know, James. His brain is going to be spinning with everything we say. <laughs> is that real? No. They'll think that I think that that's real. So they're probably that's probably not real, actually. And it, and it will just blow his mind. That's why I think the only way of making this a proper E3 show is just to not lie throughout the whole thing. <laughs> because he'll just do his own brain in, all on his own. And even me saying that, that doesn't, that's like, oh no, don't tell him you're going to do that. Because even me saying that's going to freak him out, because that's a possibility now. Have you ever seen, <laughs> have you ever seen Ghost Hunting with the Happy Mondays? <laughs> wow. Because, I have, yeah, I have. Because that I is literally what that. James is going to be like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Oh, you pulled out that, that out of the back pocket. <laughs> Boom. All right, next question. Well, this is continuing. He, he says, uh, now on to more important things. With Big Brother starting next Monday, do you think Channel 5 have made Big Brother worse or better than Channel 4? And Hold he on, says, what big, a Big Brother... Starting next, is it the celebrity one or a normal one? I don't know. He just says, "I would say Channel Five have made a very good show. They really know how to put the cat amongst the pigeons." So they they've been morally disgusting, but that's made for a funnier show. So you know, I'm all, <laughs> I, I I do think it's better. Yeah, it's it's been, I mean, genuinely disgusting. It must be the regular Big Brother, things. surely, because it's the summer. I think it is, and I'm not going to watch it. I don't like regular Big Brother. It's boring. It's all about the celebrities. And, but, and then, you know what winds me up is when people go, mm, but they're not celebrities. That's the point. <laughs> you put celebrities in there, they're all going to get on because they're successful and they're not hungry for fame and time. You put these Z-listers in there, if fuck, they go mental. <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, yeah, I'm all about Big Brother. It's a good show. Popular show. Next question. Howdy, boys. Half term for us teachers this week. Um, playing the original Dead Space the other day, I thought the graphics were starting to look quite dated. I also remember being completely floored by them when I first played it. This is not unexpected, as obviously times uh, time change and uh, times change and tech grows with it. However, playing Uncharted Four again, I got thinking that even in ten years' time, I s will still think this is impressive. I hope I've got to the point 
But the question is, do you think we are beginning to reach a plateau with graphics and they finally get to the point where games released though were just, in- just enjoyable, we're also having a dabble long into retirement? And that's from Adam from Stoke-on-Trent. Yeah, you should really explain that Adam was, from Stoke-on-Trent was the teacher that called us, uh, that emailed <laughs> in last week. That was hence the half-time, half-term thing. Um, uh, no, yeah, you're falling into the silly trap of just thinking... <laughs> That the games, I mean, you look at some of the games now, and you look, go back and look at some of the 360 games, and you think, "Yep, no, we have advanced quite a bit in this this gen. Mm. This this was quite a big step up." And then when I saw um, Horizon Zero Dawn running on a PS4 Pro on a 4K HDR TV, I thought, "Yep, no, forget about it. That is the best thing I've ever seen. It's absolutely incredible." That that game yeah it knocks Uncharted 4 off the top of the best looking game list for me it's just absolutely stunning I mean his point um, about where, yeah, uh, will we be able to just enjoy old stuff um, I think that's more just a change in attitudes that is, that is happening um, where people are more willing to just play old stuff and not get so hung up on how good it looks. Like, basically, we yep. need to get to a point, like, you know, no one listens to, like, an album from the 70s and is like, oh, it sounds like shit, I don't want to listen to it. It's just not a, I think, it's not important. It's just, it's just characteristics of an age and not necessarily flaws, you know? And I think we're, we're slowly getting there with games, but it's still... I think it depends yeah. on it because if you, I mean, stuff that's from like the 16-bit and even the 8-bit era, you can still play and kind of enjoy. But the PlayStation, like the original PlayStation era, and like N64, that stuff has aged really badly. Mm. Whereas, yeah, the generation after, not not so bad. So yeah, yeah, but besides the NES, right? So it's it's nothing to do with like a 2D, 3D shift. More that that they start to realise that it's more, you know, art over. Um, Power, I guess, is the right way of putting that. Yeah. Like if you if you create a game that's that looks good enough to survive the test of time, that you don't do that, and the, the, the once technologies move forward the, in such a big leap. Yeah, like no, yeah, no one you looks. Say, at... You look at N sixty four games; it's like whoa, what the fuck? But then no one looks at Mario sixty four and says, "Oh, it looks like shit now." It's like it looks fine. Are you, are you uh, kidding me? If you looked do. at it recently, you know, it looks, I think it looks it fucking looks, mad. I think it looks fine, man. No, it's a big. Even I look at the. I, I hate you know. I looked at um, gameplay because I'm always looking at fucking Mario gameplay footage on YouTube. I looked at Galaxy the other day and I was like, actually, that's worse than I thought it looked. Um, so that's why when I saw Odyssey, I thought, fuck yeah, that's going to be a 3D, <laughs> like proper HD um, Mario 3D game. Like I can't wait for that shit. It's going to look. It's going to look incredible. So I went back to Galaxy 2 about it's been about six months ago. I thought it still looked fine. You're probably right. I mean, I was watching a YouTube video, yeah. so maybe it lost some of the quality through yeah, that. Uh, but but what I saw, I was like, oh, yeah, that looks a bit rough. Yeah. But remember, the, the GameCube wasn't HD at all, was it? Um, so it was never going to look brilliant. Wait, we're talking about Galaxy, Hang on, right? which one are you talking about? I thought you were oh, talking Galaxy about... Galaxy was weird, yeah, wasn't it? Sorry. Yeah, sorry, but Galaxy was, what, 520... 540 540p, 540p, 480p, the Wii, or 4570i, or oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've already lost any sort of hope of finishing this sentence. Uh, should we just go to the next one? Okay. The other day, I played through Day of the Tentacle with the director's commentary on. It was quite interesting. Are there any video game special features that you have liked in the past? 
uh, e.g. making of videos, art galleries, sound tests, etc., or would be interested to see about a game that you like? That's from DB. Um, it's cheating, but the documentary series that accompanied um, Broken Age is incredible. Um, I mean, it's cheating because it's fucking massive. Um, it's like a, it's an entire series you know it's not just it's like an hour and a half about it it must be about 20 odd hours long all told um, that's really good I would recommend that to pretty much anyone the Valve director's commentaries were always pretty good yeah, I didn't yeah. like the way that they were activated but you know that you had to go and I thought that worked so how else would you do it other than just like well, a just, video well, just I, I would have preferred them if they were like activated as you went into a room. I mean, it yeah. was a game that made it. Like, the first time I saw it was I can't. Remember, they, they did it for Left 4 Dead, right? Yeah, yeah. But they also did it with Portal. Portal was a game where you were spoken to. There was commentary over the whole, uh, the full thing, mm. and it 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 was Glados talking to you throughout the game. I have the same system, but with the directors, like the, with the developers talking over the top of it. Yeah, that would have felt just a lot more better than oh I've got to activate this node now and then I don't know it just sort of get a bit detracted it away from it for a bit mm. but yeah that was I mean I loved that stuff I loved it yeah I wish more games was, did that yeah and what was the one that did it recently one of Sean's style games uh, Gone Home had a commentary. commentary if that's the one you're thinking of did I listen to not, not so Gone recent commentary might have done. I don't know. But they, yeah, that, that that stuff's pretty cool. Always like that. Better than the old days where you, you know, or the PS2 era where they seem to have like all these extras and they would just, you know, the artwork. <laughs> like, and it just, it just showed a picture on the screen and you were like, all right, mate. Metal Gear Solid 2 had loads of that shit, didn't it? Yeah, that well, had this a... Is what Snake oh, that, that came with like an actual world. documentary though, didn't it? It was like an hour long or something. It's pretty good, I thought. Was it? Yeah. Uh, I just remember the, the, the drawings. Just thinking, what the There's fuck is this on the disc for? Yeah. Okay. 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 Tweets. Uh, <laughs> if you want to tweet us, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Uh, Adam Black says, which mini game in a AAA game would you like to see get its own full game? Captain Toad on. Well. <laughs> 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 Uh, is that triple? Are Nintendo games considered AAA games? Yeah, probably the good ones. I don't know why I would discount them, but for some reason in my head, AAA games is like Call of Duty, fucking me. Yeah, no, that sort of shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can't think of any. No, well, they've all, they're all shit, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> Next question. Okay, I suppose, or is it SMW? always get this wrong, but what games would Microsoft have to show at E3 to make you want Scorpio Day 1? For me, none. But, you know, I, I can't think of anything that they want that would make me want to buy one, because I don't have a 4K TV. And whatever they're going to show is probably going to work on the original Xbox One, so I don't really care. Uh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. I, I, I don't think that's the point of Scorpio or uh, PS4. Pro, PS4 Pro. Mm. I think it, they, they're not going to come out with these system sellers anymore. They're there for when you're ready to upgrade, or if you've got the money to just upgrade as as and when you wish. Um, the, the the sort of market's changing, isn't it? They don't need to come out with exclusives anymore because they know that everything they bring out will probably work on the older machines, and eventually you'll upgrade to these new systems, right? Am I yeah, right? Um, yeah, yeah, but, but, right? but, but if you know 
what, what games are they would they if they showed a particular game if they showed left for dead 3 and it looks incredible in 4k but is that loads more features in Scorpio than the Xbox One? Would that not make you buy one day one? No, because no, that means I'd, I'd have to spend about two Xbox grand one. on like a new TV <laughs> and a and a Scorpio. That's yeah. that's not going to happen. Well, even that, even with a 4K TV, I, I I'm not. Say Scorpio was 350 quid, um, which it won't be. It'll probably be a little bit more than that. So Scorpio was 350 quid. I'm not going to buy that f- to make Left 4 Dead look a little bit better. Um, I'm close to I'm close to getting a pro now. I'm very close to getting a pro because my PS4 is so insanely loud that it's doing my nutting. Um that's when I'll be upgrading to these new machines. Uh it's not gonna happen day one and there's no game that'll convince me that that'll be worth getting. Sorry guys. Sorry Microsoft. Uh you listen Microsoft, but <laughs> <laughs> But no, yeah, so I, I, a lot of I, making I mean, up to me, do after the fucking Xbox One, yeah. Well, I, be- yeah, Xbox One is such a joke because of like the fact that they keep going on before about how it's you know it's still just going to be you know one family of like consoles and stuff. Unless you've got like a really good TV, I just really don't see the point in buying one. I I don't see unless they're going to show that it can do something significantly better. But mm. I don't know what that would be. We'll see. <laughs> Look at yeah. that, James. I mean, uh, summary. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just folding his arms. I, I, as he I, said I probably it. will. <laughs> I probably will get one just because I'm a mug. But um, I'm obviously extremely excited to see what they do with Crackdown because I, I love. I know. I know. I didn't play the first one much. I enjoyed the second one, although that that it did not it did not review well, and no one seemed to like it. But yeah, I, and obviously Crackdown was initially shown for Xbox One. Nothing was heard of. It's been you know, and and now you would think it's going to be using all the power of Scorpio. So. Very excited to see what that does. But, yeah, I don't I mean, know where you get the money from, Matt, to be quite honest with you. It's fucking insane. All you do is a bit of tweeting. Jesus Christ. Just work hard, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's going to be interesting because I, I bought my Xbox and I, I don't really I don't really play it and don't really don't really care for it. But um, I'm obviously interested to see what I do with Scorpio to make it, to, to get me back, really. Because I love my 360, I love my original Xbox, but... Xbox One's just done nothing for me whatsoever. Yeah, speaking Even of the Xbox, Xbox haven't been that great. Speaking of the Xbox One being not that great, Sean, you were totally right about me buying Titanfall on the wrong console. Because <laughs> do you know? Do you know how long it took until I could actually play it from installing? I stuck the disc in, and it took pretty much about I think it was about six or seven hours before it was ready to play. Jesus, because it like because it had to like you know copy off the disc, and then it had to like you know download like patches and stuff. It was ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> wrong, wrong machine. If anyone wants to trade a copy of Titanfall 2 on Xbox One for the PS4 version, you know my game, uh, what's it called, my what? Twitter handle. What? Why did you do that? Why did you get it on Xbox? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know why I did that, because they were both the same price as well. It was just something <laughs> monumentally stupid to do. It's an yeah. absolutely ridiculous decision, James. Yeah. Especially because I, uh, I play so much stuff on remote play. You know, using Vita, and you can't even do that with Xbox. I don't know why I did it, David. Oh, you I would, really you wouldn't don't. want to play Types Two through remote play. That would be awful. Yeah, I know. It's but yeah, probably not fast enough, is it? But uh, you know, even so, so right, we'll still get a few games in. Don't worry about it. Right? Okay. Cool. Okay. We... Um, sorry, just to answer the question. If ain't that's a new Sega Rally, I'll be there day one. <laughs> what? Dude, that's mad. Uh, go on. Okay. Buskalili says, how important do you feel the single-player content is to a fighting game? Story, campaign, arcade modes, character and lore, and so on. Zero importance, but if it's decent, then fair game. This is off the back of... What, of a fighting game? 
Really? Well, yeah, for me, yeah, because I, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to play a fighting game online because I get absolutely rinsed, but I, I could enjoy a single player of a fighting game like Soul Calibur. So, yeah, for, for me it's important, but I don't really buy fighting games, but oh, no, no, it, it's, no. it's definitely an important feature for me. Sorry, yeah, I, I, I thought, I, for some, in my head, they, they were just talking about a story mode. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I guess it's important. I mean, I did quite enjoy the... Um, the sort of single player version of the latest dead or alive. Uh, I've, I, I spent a bit of time on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't play fighting games at all really anymore. So, uh, and a single decent single players, the game's not going to convince me to go back to it because I know that the main thrust of those games is to play them online or, or local, local multiplayer. Uh, yeah, I, th- I guess, but I, I mean, I'm not going to play fighting games online against people who know what they're doing. So if they said, the, you know, if they said Arms did not have any single player content, I would n- no way buy it in a million years. But the fact it has, that that makes me much more interested in buying it. Don't so you think it's, it's a bit important. different for Arms though, because it's not a regular fighting game? Uh, no, I, st- I still class it as a, a fighting game. It's just a different, no, different I, take I, on it. Like- I class it as a fighting game, but what 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 my point is is that. The reason why you wouldn't go online is because you get absolutely fucking battered because people are used to these sort of fighting games and they know what they're doing. With arms, it feels like it's leveling the playing field a little bit. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I, I feel like within a week there will be incredible people that it's just not worth not worth playing against. But yeah, I mean, I, I love the, the Soul Calibur single player is the only main single player fighting game I've ever really enjoyed. I, I like some of the old Virtual Fighter ones as well, but. Uh... Yeah, yeah oh, for of me course, it's Virtual Fight Virtual Fight was essential to play in single player at times, wasn't it? Uh, Virtual Fighter 4 it was you know that was a, a big part of the game you play it in single player earn some stuff you know learn moves and all that sort of shit and then you took it online that that was some game yeah was it 4 or 5 I can't remember which one I played a ton of but one of them um, me and a mate from school seemed to be very very evenly matched and some of the fights we had was so good it was a very good game yeah, I love a new Virtua Fighter. Cool. All right. Okay. Uh, see, I don't know how to pronounce this one. I really have no idea. Matt, can you say Graham it? TG. Graham TG. Okay, yeah. Graham TG, I don't know. My question is, <laughs> Typewriter is shit. How could anyone think it was anything other than shit? I mean, he's got a point, hasn't he? Uh, done with this. I'm not... I don't... I'm done with that. It's, I'm not going to try and convince anybody that cannot try and something different i don't know anyway <laughs> what cannot try and something different <laughs> no they aren't trying like you know don't want to try different things just want to slag stuff come off, on i ain't gonna is... try and convince you that cannot try and something different okay <laughs> <laughs> well said baby athene allen Dr. says Farley. athene allen now says now that the format is dead what other projects are the four of you is moving on to interface doesn't count uh i'm sorry it, it's not dead because Chris Spann says the format's mm-hmm. dead, it's that if anything, that confirms that it's definitely not dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just confirmation that the format's doing all right. <laughs> Let's keep at it. Um, what else would I do? We were talking about possibly just briefly doing a... I might as well say this, right? We would think about doing a podcast called I've Never Seen Star Wars, if yeah. that hasn't already been used, where... Um, I watch every episode, every episode, every Star Wars film, and then ring James up afterwards. <laughs> uh, we were trying to figure out know. how to make it work, but you know, yeah, it's, uh... it might still happen. 
Um, because you I should, do that. should watch them all, but the problem is I don't know who would even be interested. Uh, but yeah, it might happen at some point. So that would be probably my go-to project. Matt, you 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 got another idea in the pipeline? No, I'm focusing on interface. <laughs> oh, there was another <laughs> one that I wanted record. to do as well called Force to Watch EastEnders <laughs> because I'm sure there are millions of people in this country that have someone in their house that force them to watch EastEnders. So to have a podcast based <laughs> on people that are forced to watch EastEnders <laughs> talking about EastEnders, I think that could be quite funny. Uh, but that is very early development stages, that one. <laughs> and what I mean by that is that was a thought I had the other night. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Sean? Uh, cookery show. We've <laughs> been talking about this for a while. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not happening, is it? Uh, well, basically, it, if I want to actually get other people involved, then I need money and I need equipment because it's, it's recording two people oh, in the kitchen. Oh, here we go. Here it comes. Patreon.com forward slash Bell's Kitchen. Yeah, no, it just turns out it's a fucking nightmare. So I'm thinking once I've had a kid and the breakdown really kicks in, I'll just do it on my own. In my own house. Mate, the only thing you're going to be cooking yeah. is microwave meals <laughs> <laughs> for like two years. Did you, did, did James and Matt, did you also have about a month's supply worth of frozen lasagna in the freezer <laughs> after uh, the baby was born? <laughs> no. Which, which one? Oh, God. We had so many people bringing over lasagna that we had to just like freeze. Which one? <laughs> we we um, had so much uh, lasagna in the freezer that we, oh my God, it took us about a month to get through. By the end of it, I just never wanted to see it again. <laughs> never wanted to eat lasagna. I mean, so it I, makes sense because it's easily microwavable, tastes decent. You just cook yeah, cut yeah. up a little portion and you're not eating together for a little while anyway because the, your time... Mm. You, your clocks are all over the fucking place uh, but yeah I got sick of fucking lasagna nightmare okay 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 <laughs> come on James are you doing it on purpose yeah that, that was on purpose anyway Jay Walsh <laughs> says what are your thoughts on the Lego games I play them with my five year old son I'm hooked never played one have you not no holy shit they're, they're good man um, yeah, I mean they, okay. they, they vary um, the, the like so the original Star Wars ones were excellent. They were just really smart. Anyone can get to the end, but then there's you go back and you play through them again. You can switch characters on the fly and do weird puzzles and stuff. Um, really clever. And they've basically just done that ever since. And um, we talked about them quite a lot, didn't we? About a month or two ago. Yeah, I think yeah. we did. And Lego Worlds, you talked about. Yeah, I mean that's well. different. That's a bit nuts. Um, that's the sort of Minecraft thing. Um, but yeah that's fuck all wrong with Lego games so they're alright it's just a lot of them <laughs> James James, you must have played loads of your kids right uh, yeah I played I played the like the Lego Star Wars ones with Rachel she yeah she kind of enjoyed it but I don't know it's they just always feel a bit repetitive is the only thing but that's maybe just me yeah I've never played one myself yeah. okay Squeezes well, what I'm doing pink. now, Sean, is I'm just standing back and seeing if James is going to naturally sort of pick up the flow of the show. I just did. That's, why I just, started, that's why I just started on the next question. And a then you just interrupted me. Matt was trying to fill it a little bit, but go on. <laughs> Squeezy GTP says, hello, chaps. Are there any games you expected to dislike but ended up loving? For me, it's, well, got the be, old... for me, it's Dark Souls. 
Yeah, same. <laughs> Dark Souls was the ultimate one for me. I went in thinking that I'm going to fucking hate this and liked it. Also, people, you forget how much I hated the idea of playing Mass Effect before I started playing Mass <laughs> Effect 2. But then how uh, often... And then there was like, whoa. How often do you actually put time into a game that you expect that you expect to dislike? How often do you buy a game that you expect to dislike? Like, it has to be something really exceptional that people won't fucking shut up about. I yeah, Dark Souls. Souls. Yeah, yeah. Mass Effect 2. Yeah. Yeah. Titanfall 2. Yeah, for me. It's, uh, <laughs> Did you? Actually... You're not expecting to like it. <laughs> no, I, pro- I, pro- I know I probably will do. Yeah. As soon as but it I'm installs. Better. Um. Yeah. Anyone, Matt? I mean, I didn't. I, like I said earlier, I I like Crackdown, even though no one else did. And I thought, well, I I know I missed out on the first one, but I'll try it. And uh, yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised by that game. Yeah, I, think I just couldn't get into it. Well, it didn't feel like Crackdown to me for some reason. Mm. Uh, okay, Sean. Uh, anything for you? Uh, I probably Resident Evil Four because I really yeah because I because I just never like did it. Resident Evil and it took a lot of people being like, no, this is different. It's fucking amazing. And I was like, oh, all right. Wii version came out, so I was I was very late to the party even then. Um, and yeah, obviously it's one of the best games ever made. Who knew? Did you look at the cover and go, oh, there's a man with a gun, shoot you back? Yeah, he's got he's got a chainsaw. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> let's make this last one we'll, we'll, we'll fall into pieces this is the last one and it's by Chedis and he says probably late what upcoming Switch game are you most looking forward to Splatoon uh, for me really yeah. are you being serious are you, no, is, is are in, you definitely getting it no in, in terms of like what's coming next that's what I'm looking forward to obviously <laughs> obviously to the next obviously, game obviously overall it's got to be Mario Odyssey of course it is. That's yeah. the one we're all most looking forward to. I mean, that's the only answer, right? Is it? I mean, is anyone even going to challenge that? No, no. it's that. It's yeah. Mario. Of course it is. That game is. Uh, I'm so pumped for that. It's unreal at this point. I can't. I can't wait for that. God, they're going to delay it, aren't they? <laughs> it, it's going to get announced at E3. Oh, sorry. Please understand. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> they, could, they couldn't possibly. Mm, we'll see. I mean, all right. I mean, okay. Could. That is the Brilliant. end of the show. Matt, what do you want people yes, to do um, this week? Well, you, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can email. We're, uh, it's uh, thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. We're also on uh, YouTube. All our episodes go up uh, each week on YouTube. And we've got a Discord channel as well. The tweet uh, and information to get to that is pinned to the top of our Twitter account. Uh, so just look for it there. That's um, it. This week on David Wants Free Shit, I'm still waiting to hear about a PS4 Pro. Uh, I, although I realised that my DMs weren't open, <laughs> they are now open, so you can contact me for delivery information. Um, thanks for living it. We'll catch you next week. Next week is a next very week. special show. All right, Matt. Chill out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> next, week is, next week is a very special show. It's our E3 predictions week. So, um, yeah. I'm going to have to start thinking of something because I've got nothing. Have we decided year. on the format? Weren't we going to check what we did last time? Has anyone done that? Well, we're going to have to do news yeah. um, and feedback because loads of people are going to be, you know, emailing in and fucking, wow, oh, your show's great and all that uh, throughout the week. So we're going to have to put some time aside for that. Yeah. I don't think we're going to do what you've been playing. We're just going to do predictions. Cool. And then uh, I guess listener predictions. Oh, yeah, that'll work. But I don't. I mean, they might all be rubbish, no. but then so will ours, so, you know. Well, the problem with doing that is that we might see them bef- 
like we'll definitely see them before we start recording and that you know yeah they might guess things that we're already guessing but now that i've already said it and this is going out on a podcast (laughs) a week before they're definitely going to do that anyway so yeah send your predictions in (laughs) wait for my first whistle (laughs) um i'll just send your predictions in we'll read them out all right what are we done yeah yeah we're done cool and the gang i'll see you next week goodbye goodbye bye